Welcome to Shoot the Shit. I am Tim. And I am Dana. We are joined by the space cowboy himself, Steve Miller, but not that Steve Miller. What's up, Maurice? What's going on? Hello, guys. I'm back. I'm here again, second time. Yay. Yeah, everybody loved him so much. I got so much fan mail that we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we had to have Yeah, dude, my on. mailbox has been stuffed, dude, yeah. just like pouring the, the fan letters yeah, about, about Tim Miller. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I apologize. I should have warned you guys about that before I came on the show. It's that voice, man. It's just, mm. yeah. Uh, how was your guys' week? Great. Mine was good. I got a job. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Can't uh, beat that one. No. Better than losing a job. Right? No, that was the week before. Now oh. not starve to death and die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the losing the job part, that was the week before, so... Yeah. Well, it's quick to find another one then. Yeah, that's less impressive. than two weeks turnaround, yeah. so that's not a bad feeling. Yeah, that's good. But, yeah, because in today's world. The last time I lost hard. my job, yeah, the last time I lost my job, it was two months without a job, yeah. so that sucked. That's crazy. That's not good. Yeah. I haven't had to look for a job in almost 10 years. I've been at my work for yeah, just about 10 years. I Good couldn't even Lord. imagine going and looking for a new job. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. So, um, you guys had big dates today, right? Or last night, yesterday? You guys see Ready Player One. Everybody's talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went and checked it out last night. It was a good time. What'd you think? Uh, it's um, quick. You like it? You don't like it? Uh, I I liked it for the most part. There were parts of it that I didn't like. Uh, one of the one of my favorite parts about the movie was Mark Rylance um as the the creator of the the game mm. um i thought he was awesome in the movie and i really liked the classic just spielberg feel that the movie had um overall but there were bits and pieces that i i could have i guess done without or had different dana what about you man i absolutely loved it um I, I was my toss up in the movie was it one time I felt like I wanted to watch it a thousand more times. And then at the exact same time, I loved every second. But there were occasional times where I was like, I think that character development is real fucked up and not right. <laughs> or they just fell in love and like they've known each other 15 minutes. So I was like, I don't want to watch it again because it's just going to stand out more to me. How long those, was the movie? Those things, it was pretty long. Like it's two, hours two hours and 20 minutes. All right. Two hours yeah. and 20 minutes, yeah. It's a long movie. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, it, it's, it's a pretty big book, too, isn't it? 
I had the audiobook. I got like halfway through the audiobook, and it's a shame because it's read by Will Wheaton, and he does a really good job. But I'm not a wasn't really a fan of the book. I didn't even finish it. I thought it was a cool. The nostalgia concept. had me hooked enough that I I just every second was so entertaining. Steve, did you read that? I didn't care about the possible downfalls of the actual movie making. Yeah. No, I did not read the book. Um, I I wanted to go into it with really no sort of mm-hmm. precursors as to what to expect. I didn't really know anything about I didn't know anything about Ready Player One until the the announcement of the movie. Um, I may go back and read the book. Um, I, I don't know. It's like I was I was reading some stuff online about differences between the book and the movie, and I'm fine with those differences. Um, I don't know if I'll probably read the book. I enjoyed the movie enough, though. But like the like the shining part was, you couldn't really get much better than that. I think. Yeah, that was the greatest fucking thing ever, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah and uh, from what I understand, spoilers. that's not in the book. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'm not worried about it. Movie, I don't give a so, shit. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, potential spoilers. I should have said that in the beginning, but fuck it. I don't oh, care. Yeah. So if you don't want to yeah, hear him, <laughs> get the fuck out. Um, in the book there's this particular song uh, that plays um, when the creator is like giving his video or his announcement whatever the fuck it was Uh, and it's Oingo Boingo Dead Man's Party and I was just curious if it was in the movie how was the soundtrack I wish it was but it wasn't Right? it's it's such a big part of the book in the beginning too that I was like they gotta put that song and it's a kick ass song but yeah it is is it is it Steve, I don't remember hearing that. That was one of the things I had read online, is that a huge, a very stark difference between the movie and the book is the soundtrack. Um, the, there was, like, no mention, really, of anything Rush-related, aside from a few, like, a poster and a T-shirt reference in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and from what I understand, Rush is really prominent in the book, I guess. Um, I didn't get that uh, far. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's... That, the, the the article I was reading was kind of like, oh, how wh- wh- where was the rush? How come there was no rush? And they were just kind of bitching about how the soundtrack was vastly different. And I, I don't know. It it I I feel like they could have used a different set of songs. Like when I'm hearing songs that I've heard in the Wedding Singer, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I don't really care to hear this. <laughs> Probably what don't I forget love- about me. I, I really like Twisted Sister. I heard somebody say something negative about Twisted Sister being in it, but that really got me hyped up. I love that What's that song? song. We're not going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, it is a pretty good song. Um, so I Dang. probably won't see it in theaters. So cuz You uh, should, man. You really yeah. should. Like I I feel like it's not a Tim movie. Like yeah, just I'm not... just yeah. I don't think you're going to like it, but I still think you should see it in a theater because it was awesome. It looks fun. It looks like a cool experience, but I, don't, I, I feel like it's just going to be nonstop 80s nostalgia crammed up my butthole that I'm not really going to want to sit is. in a theater for. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it basically is. I mean, I, I had parts where I was like, oh, fuck yeah, they threw that in there when I noticed it, but there was shit. Yeah. That, there was so much shit going by at the time that it's like, okay like i know i'm missing a bunch of shit here <laughs> yeah, the fucking post which is what made me want to watch it uh, what made me want to watch it a hundred more times was like there's so much shit i missed out on i want to go back and yeah, watch it that. again and see that again i heard that but time. i'm gonna realize the downfalls of the characters just weren't very well fleshed out i don't think 
but I was too enthralled with the entertainment of the movie to really like get into that. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I was trying to enjoy myself and I really, really was, and I wasn't trying to pick it apart at all, mm. but I think it could be picked apart. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess I got, I got lost too much into the fascination of what was going on to really care about like the, the bad character development. I, yeah. I thought the story was simple enough. Um, as far as what they were doing, I, I guess it had a few clever moments to it. I mean, there was, there was one part towards the end after, um, oh, God damn it. Why am I fucking blanking on this guy's name? He was, uh, the villain in Rogue One, uh, Matt the Damon. villain in the movie. No, not Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, um, man. Uh, fuck, why Lloyd. am I? No, I'm blanking on this guy's <laughs> name, but I shouldn't be fucking blanking. This is fucking Robert Goulet. I was temporarily distracted and don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Uh, the villain from Ready Player One. What the fuck is that actor's name? He was the villain. Oh, I don't. I don't know his name. He was also I... the villain in uh, Rogue One. What was it Dom Hall or Dom Hall Gleason? That fucking dude, the redhead. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, that fucking Sorrento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nobody knows him. Uh, yeah, yeah but... I didn't know his name at all. <laughs> I, I, I like him as an actor. I thought he was. If, if you've, if you're into like kind of shoot 'em up movies, if if you guys have never seen uh, Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt, um, Ben Mendelsohn is in that, and he plays a heroin addict in it, and that it that is a really good movie. Um, but he was the villain in this, and he, there was a moment where he was trying to soften up the the hero with talking to him about John Hughes movies and referencing, like, Bref Breakfast Club and uh, oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But there's a scene at the end where there's an exchange of dialogue between Ben Mendelsohn and, and his Blade Runner henchwoman <laughs> um, that, like, he's he like screams something at her. And I don't know, in that moment, he just reminded me of the principal from uh, a breakfast club. And I, I just, I, I kind of had an appreciation for that, I guess. Like there were certain little nods here and there. Like um, the fucking guy who created the game in ready player one, he is like a mix between Steve jobs and Garth from Wayne's world. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Totally. And, that's fucking great, and like, and Mark Rylance playing him, it, man, he, I I could, I will watch that guy in anything he does because he is fantastic to watch on screen. He's just really goddamn good. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna. I, I just thought of like the perfect segue into what we're gonna talk about. Uh, a big part of all the uh, media stuff that Ready Player One has put out there, advertising, I guess. Hmm. Um, is the, Delo the, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. How big of a part of it... Jesus, I can't fucking talk. Uh, how <laughs> big a part of the movie is the DeLorean? Is it really Pretty in the big. movie at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in the what? movie quite a bit. Yeah. What is it, like his mode yeah. of transportation? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you don't ever get to see it do its thing, though. No, that was, not at all. But. Like, that was a part where I was kind of like, oh, that would have been cool to see him, like, have some sort of upgrade that you could use at some point in time. But still, what we got with it was fucking insane and really intense. Uh, which DeLorean was it? Did it? Was it the Mr. Fusion flying DeLorean or was it, like, the original? 
I think Both. it was kind of yeah, it was kind of a its own thing, DeLorean. All right. Yeah, you you got to see both. Right. Well, we're talking time travel tonight. And that motherfucker time travels. Yep. Matthew McConaughey oh. time travels. Fucking Keanu Reeves yeah. is immortal. <laughs> the greatest actor of all time is also immortal. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Damn right. Son. I can't wait to see his new movie where the parents all try to slaughter kids. <laughs> I don't what? Know what that is, but I'm down. Oh, dude, no yeah, he's got time. this new movie coming out. I can't. I want to say it's not Amy Smart, but the, the woman it's that's in it, Superman? the woman that's in it with him, uh, is pretty. I can't think of her name, but she's familiar. Um, something happens to all of the parents in this town, and they all try to kill their kids. So it's like a comedy horror type fucking movie, but that's it's Nicolas Cage. Awesome. It looks fucking insanely good. I don't know what that is, but it sounds I'm gonna look awesome. up the name because I'm curious who the female is. But yeah, it looks really cool. So speaking of Nicolas Cage, I read I got tagged in an article today that Nicolas Cage can now be put into any movie in history thanks to a machine learning algorithm. It's a mm-hmm. software known on the internet as Fake App, and it uses it- an algorithm that can scan a celebrity's face and upload it onto a pre-existing video content. So people are posting videos of, like, Amy Adams as Lois Lane with Nicolas Cage's face. Oh, yeah, and... man. Uh, deep faking. <laughs> deep faking is what it's called. And I posted a video a couple weeks ago of Nick Cage. It was like a montage of Nick Cage's face and a whole bunch of stuff. It was one yeah. of the most beautiful things I've ever yeah. seen. Indiana Jones and fucking <laughs> it's so yeah. goddamn funny. It's called Mom and Dad. Oh jeez, this is the you you weren't kidding. This is a real movie. Oh yeah, I wasn't fucking kidding, man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm trying to. I can't see who the who the mother is, but um. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find a date when it comes out, but can't find a date what? for some fucking reason. What's your guys' favorite Nick Cage movie? Um, Raising Arizona. Oh, that's that's. I'm trying to think of one, but I I can't even uh, think of what it is. It's Raising Arizona. Uh, no, it's not Raising Arizona. Um, <laughs> or Con Air, man. Yeah, that's, Con Air is a really hard. good movie. Yeah. I, I would probably say Con Air or. Uh, I really like 8mm, too. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, see, my answers were Con Air or uh, The Rock with him and Sean Connery. Yeah, see, The Rock. Yeah. He, went on a, he went on a fucking tear there where he was making some good fucking movies. Man, he either makes the best or the worst, and there's no way. <laughs> no, no that, that's the way it used like to either... be. Now it's the worst. I mean, fucking Wicker Man. That's, a, that, that's old Not as fuck. Not the bees. That, that came out, like, in his height. And that's the reason that was why when, like, he was tearing it up with good movies. Yeah, like, I, I mean, that, I, I don't know it. about you guys, but I always thought the National Treasure movies were lame. I hate the National Treasure movies. I try to pretend like they don't exist. I enjoy them. I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> My parents were just obsessed with them. They loved them. They thought they were great movies. I'm like, these movies suck. <laughs> like, the first one, yeah. sure, is okay, I guess. But, like, the second two were just, like, ugh. <laughs> Gross. One of my favorite no, Nicholas Cage one. movies. They didn't do a third one yet. Oh, they didn't do a third one yet? Oh, I thought they did. Uh, Selma Blair is Nicholas Cage's wife in uh, that mom and dad movie. 
One she of was my hot ones, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in fucking Cruel Intentions. She was like the virgin. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she, she was my... good. I'm going to get this out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to get out? One of my, one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies, no one even knows it exists, and I can't ever even remember the name of it because it was titled so terribly. But like Nicolas Cage is a bunch of different Nicolas Cages. <laughs> Is what? That fucking like that's. Uh... I. It's called Next or Switch. It's like a one-word title that has nothing to do with the fucking movie, and no one ever saw it. Next wasn't it when when he was like a fucking uh, he could see the future or some shit, he get premonitions. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it might be. Yeah, because he knew what was gonna happen next. Yeah. I never. Yeah. I never saw. And so it, there's but... there's multiple Nicholas Cages because of. Yeah. Him being in the future, in the past, at the same. Anyway, no, it was a real like a... damn. It was like an actually good movie that no, no one ever watched. I think it was a straight to red box movie. What was it the might have been. What, what was the one uh, movie with Cage in it where it was he was a villain and it, it I think David Caruso was in it and Helen Hunt. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I only remember it because I remember like. I remember seeing Nicolas Cage in like a windbreaker kind of jumpsuit and he didn't like metal in his mouth and he got all pissed off and like the David Caruso from CSI jammed a gun in his mouth and was like, yeah, you like that? You like that thing in your mouth? And I just remember it seeming really gay, but I remember liking the movie. He played a really good bad guy in Face Off. Yeah, I mean, he plays a really good everything. Lord of War is a good movie. Lord of War is a good movie, but Face Off though isn't that John Woo with the uh, doves? Uh, yeah, that's they, him they, and John Travolta, where they take each yeah. other's faces off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John. The Woo's, most literal title yeah. ever. Uh, Kiss of Death is the one you're thinking of, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Samuel that's L. Jackson. Movie. Yep. I I think that that's actually not a half bad movie. I I don't know about anybody else's opinions there, but I I enjoy that one. I don't know if I ever saw it. I don't think I have either. Yeah. Actually, he's hit or miss for me. I like I like a handful of his movies, a good amount of his movies. But then there's also movies that he does that are just fucking garbage. But um, I won't not watch a movie because Nicolas Cage is in it. So. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Hopper. He's like Dennis Hopper, man. Like he turns nothing down. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If you literally, I, I bet if we could Skype Dennis Hopper and Nick Cage right now and be like, we're planning a movie, you guys did, they'd both be like, dud, we're there. I wish, Just we, pay it. I wish we could get Nicolas Cage on Skype. That'd be sweet. Wait, isn't, that, is, isn't Dennis Hopper dead? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. I really only know Dennis Hopper from Speed. Oh, That's Steve, like the only Steve, thing I can you might of. not... You might not be aware, but we're really tight with Lorraine Warren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Death is not uh, a barrier for us. Dana, fuck it. Good to know. The, wait, the real one or the Vera Farminga fake one? The real one, the real one. Ooh. ooh I would real... rather know the, the fake one. but. Yeah, oh, yeah, same. Yeah, me too, but, you um, know, we're stuck. So Nicholas chicken. Cage, um, but... there's that theory out there that he's, like, a time traveler or immortal. Uh, same with John Travolta and Keanu Reeves. And Jay-Z. And Jay-Z. Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Fucking Alistair Crowley, bitch. <laughs> oh, it's Crowley. Crowley. What the fuck? Crowley. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He's an idiot. Crowley. Fuck, I'm sorry. 
Um, hail Satan. Um, so, oh, God wh- damn. what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, just carry on. Come on, it's Easter. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on time travel? Dana, go ahead. I, I really wish it was real. Why? And maybe it is, man. Maybe it is, but it's probably not. Well, it doesn't have Which to... is my thought on anything mysterious and cool that like I'm super into and really love. Like, If you list all of the things that I like the most about existence, they kind of all fall under that category of it's really fucking cool and really fucking cool things don't really exist. Why the fuck are you here? All right? <laughs> Um, see, time travel doesn't have to exist now. It's just got to exist in the future. Possibly. Yeah. Steve, what about you? Time, time travel definitely exists. Matthew McConaughey did it in Interstellar. I just want to say that. Yeah. He he made the movie himself and then beamed it back to us. That's so all that shit was real. That's insane. Uh, no, I, He's up there in that cage. There's only a few people that can do that. I I, I don't know. I It's weird because like, I have this theory that, that there's more to movies and film than we know that is actually real shit that can happen. Um, and sometimes I feel like it's not all these ideas are p- ideas people can just come up with. I mean, g- granted time travel is definitely an idea people can come up with, but I'm thinking that like, like shit you see in movies isn't just always like shit that you see in movies. They make used to make movies about conspiracies. And then, and like nowadays you find out that these conspiracies are real and that's a whole nother cake to open right there yeah I know I'm, diving, I'm diving real deep here <laughs> yeah but i don't know man i just i think that i think time travel's real i think that that shit exists and i just think that that there's the, the i think the reason why we don't know if time travel's real because like you said it would have to exist in the future is that i don't think society is at a point where we're responsible enough to be able to handle something like time travel. So say they do have time travel in the future, but there's like a cutoff point or a period of time that they're not allowed to time travel back to, or if they do, they can't be, you know, make any awareness of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of, I was watching something (laughs) and, um, it was like, if you were to time travel, would you bring like your memories um you know like would you remember anything so like if you're sent on a mission and you go back to a certain point um are you going to remember all that stuff because technically it didn't happen you, um, you know what i mean like if uh, you're given uh-huh. a mission and you go back to 1925 and you show up in 1925 you're going to remember it because at that 1925 you didn't even exist and none of it happened it's it's almost like it's almost like going back in time and encountering yourself and have lived you say you you live your whole life right to the point where you time travel back in time to see a younger version of yourself but the life you lived you don't ever ever remember encountering an older version of yourself so when you go back in time and see a younger version of yourself that younger version of yourself now has a point in time in their life where they met an older version of themselves. It's, I, I know what I'm saying here sounds super confusing, but it makes sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, it just got I'm me once. Yeah, it just got me thinking though. Like, not that you're doing this, but I just had this randomly pop in my head that like you can talk about time travel, and essentially say anything you fucking want, 
and people it, it just sounds good because I'm so confused right now. About... I, well, and I and I don't I don't mean to be confusing at all. Oh, no, no, but no, like I know, I know I'm easily confused. So, but okay, so <laughs> you've so you Tim, you've lived your whole life up right? until the moment I die. Well, up until this moment now, okay, right? Thirty-one so years. Your, yeah, so you've you've been here for thirty-one years. Say, in a year, you encounter an older version of you that's like, "Hey, I'm an older version of you. I'm from the future. I time traveled back here to talk to you about, you know, this." I would never do whatever. That. <laughs> so, <laughs> god damn it, you're not helping. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I'm, I'm writing down numbers so, here. So, so I, 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 I'm 64 years old. All right, I come back and I visit my 31-year-old self to be like, oh, man, you know what? On so-and-so, you're going to do so-and-so, and it's going to do so-and-so. Uh, right. That's where and, we left off. I mean, in, in theory, in the theory of time, of time travel, every time would have to be every time period would have to, I guess, run in like a consistent line with one another. Like this, whatever's going on right now, they could time travel back to something going on, you know, whatever the black plague, whatever era that was in Jesus being put on the, the crew on the cross, happy whatever. Easter, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Happy <laughs> Easter, everybody. I would go I'm back and really... save Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure some people would. I'm not religious though. So, uh, fuck some shit up. I, know. I don't know. I, I would I feel... do it just to see what it did because then the Christians would be like, uh, 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 we got nothing. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, they that would that's that's true. They would be. Yeah, they got You save Jesus, they can't get into heaven because he never died. So, right, be a good way to just fuck with him. So. <laughs> um, but if that you, would, if you could, wow, do, that's that's a brainstorm. Before we get to fucking deep crazier is there a certain place you would go Man, to if you could time travel right now already deep in my head all right well i just thought of this question i'd like your answers if you... dana's a robot i was letting dana stop robot or being a robot oh man i'm sorry i'm roboting robot no, you're good uh, the, fi the 50s man i would go right after like a few years after world war ii and like scam the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> I would be the first Nigerian prince and just fucking what? like be rolling in dough. Jesus. I know exactly what I would do if I had the ability to time travel. Where are you going? So, okay, so I've got it's a, it's a three destination stop. One, just to make sure it works, I'm going to go back to. Uh, 1912 and ride the Titanic, save that from from sinking. Wow, that's a that's a bad option, that's man. Admirable. That is very admirable. You've watched Doctor <laughs> Who, right? I I Some have. Things can't be changed. At least you yeah. at least you're not saying you would go back and save Jack. So. No, I wouldn't go back and save Jack. I would just go back and try and stop and the ship from from sinking, and not, and then I wouldn't care, and I'd sit my ass on a boat right away. You wouldn't go and try like to ban Kate, Kate Winslet. In time. No, I, uh, I, Kate Beckinsale maybe, but not Kate mm. Winslet. Mm. Yeah. Kate or wait, yeah, that's my favorite. All right, Kate. so so you're you're saving the Titanic. Beckinsale. Yeah, but after I save the Titanic, then I'm going to go forward into the future. 
to wherever the, like the zombie apocalypse is, and then I'm just gonna live there. Mm. Why are you saving the Titanic? Those are both horrible options. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm curious. <laughs> so where's the third destination? Well, the third destination would be to stop back at present day to say goodbye to everybody before I go to the zombie future. Is there a particular reason why you're saving the Titanic? Why do you want to go to a zombie future? <laughs> you guys are throwing too many questions at me at once. All right, let's start with let's start with the zombie future. Why do you want to go to the zombie future? I don't know. I just it'd be an entertaining life to live. Like like you want I don't to stay know. there? I mean, maybe. It depends on how I like it. I mean, there's a lot less people. That's a plus. Not saying I, not saying I hate people in general, but there's a lot of people. I do. Go fuck there's a huge... fucking hate people. Go I hate all people. live in the woods now. Yeah, but that's the, see. But if I do that now, it's weird. And like, if you somebody write comes... a manifesto yeah. and shit. <laughs> if somebody weird. walks up on me while I'm hiding in the woods in, in why today's, are you, why are you hiding? <laughs> you said it, not me. No, I said go live in the woods. I didn't oh, go, go live in the woods. Hide from people in the woods. Um, I mean, I don't, people in today's society would call that delusional. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So the the zombie apocalypse would be kind of cool. I do kind of get it. Like I I do get it. But I feel like you could do that same sort of thing in a different apocalyptic scenario that wouldn't involve you getting bitten by zombies. I still don't understand why you want to save the Titanic. <laughs> Me neither. I don't get that one. I'm so confused by that because I thought it was going to be like three trips of like doing these miraculous history-changing things. and it's... <laughs> So none of our ex-girlfriends ever made us sit through a four-hour shitty fucking movie? <laughs> right! See? <laughs> See, Dana that's gets why, it. That's why yes. you want to stop yes. the Titanic from sinking so from the movie is never made. You know, that would be great <laughs> if I'd never seen them. <laughs> All right, now I understand. When I was a kid, I liked watching Titanic because I liked seeing the part where the, the, the ship sank. So I, I enjoyed watching the part where all these people were dying, basically. Like so Billy go Zane. back, save that. I don't ever have to watch that or deal with that or deal with any ex-girlfriends. Wanting to watch I, it, nothing. I just liked people being drawn like French girls. Wait, wait you like people being drawn oh. like French girls? Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually, so you I have want a whole me drawn as a French girl? Right, I have a whole portfolio of just like, you know, I wouldn't call them nudes, but they're they're a bit risque pictures of Tim just drawn as French girls. Like it's a, it's about three hundred and twelve pages now. I want to request that these these be posted somewhere online that we can see and enjoy together. Uh, you know, I might just have to start sending you a new collection. So. Yeah. No, just make one of make one of those private. Uh, the, what's the what are the girls doing nowadays? Uh, it's called they're taking an Instagram and they're making like a private Instagram account and they're calling it their Finsta. And then they make they they make it private, and then oh. they just post like nudes and shit, and like like lingerie pics, and then they just let their whoever they're whoring themselves out to, uh, they give them access, and then that's the only person that can like see any of the shit. I would love the to world's an amazing place, isn't it? I, I I didn't even know that existed. I've never I, heard of yeah, that that's ever. Crazy. I used to work at a movie theater, and there were like three or four 18 and 19 year old girls that all had discussed it, and my girlfriend is about to be 21 and she had been talked to she knows about these girls profiles she doesn't have one herself because 
I can just look at her. <laughs> I don't need an Instagram account to go do that. Yeah, that's crazy. How old are you, Steve? I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 in July. Yeah, I'm like nine and a half, nine years older than my girlfriend, so what? No, I mean, <laughs> uh, so I'm like close to that, actually. I think I'm seven. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, my my yeah my grandparents are ten years apart. My dad and stepmom are seven years apart. Like, it, like I don't know. Once once you're once both parties are over the age of eighteen, who really cares? Yeah, I think uh, my parents are nine years apart. I think my older brother is closer in age to my stepdad than my mom is. Have so, you guys ever seen The Green Mile? I fucking love yeah, The Green man, Mile. Yeah, man. Of course, man. yeah. Okay, the actor who plays Percy. Oh, yeah, dude, Doug Hutchinson. He married, like, a fucking 16-year-old. Yeah, when he was, like, 50 or yeah, 55. Yeah, and then she fucking like, left Jesus. him. Jesus. She fucking <laughs> dumped him. So, oh, yeah, well, because they, where they're can you go Yeah, I think she's just, like, bounced around from old dude to old dude now. I get caught up in those fucking, like, ranker lists all the time on Facebook. <laughs> so I've, Click like, babe. collected so much fucking stupid information. But that's how I knew that Doug Hutchinson. Nobody should even fucking know his name. But so if I could time travel back to that, I think uh, I don't know. I think I'd go back to like when Abraham Lincoln was shot, oh. and not stop it, but just to be in that time and to witness those <laughs> events and stuff. <laughs> I think that's a horrible time. No, I, I want to. I'm I'm a really big history buff, and one of the I'm into history in history of two really big things, and it's the revolution and the Lincoln assassination. So it's something I've always just kind of wanted to, always wanted to go back there and see what it was like because it was a very important time in history. Yeah, I'd want to go watch the JFK thing happen. All right, that'd be cool. Yeah, like just to just to see it in person. Would you come back and tell everybody what happened? Like, if you, no. would you, you wouldn't try to go back and be like, oh, no. is there one shooter? Is there... Everything's always lamer than it is. You know what I mean? Like, the reality of everything is far fucking lamer than what we think it is. All right, negative. If you Nancy. went back and watched it, I bet you'd just be like, oh, this dude's a really famous actor. That's like Brad Pitt just shot the president. Uh, I'm just not going to tell anybody. That was stupid. He almost missed. And you're fucking... Well, you're fucking... <laughs> what do you... What? Yeah. Okay, so given given the knowledge that you given the knowledge that we have today about these assassinations, like, okay, so you think of like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. when he was assassinated. They know where the shooter was that shot him. Um, I've actually been to the Lorraine Motel where he was assassinated, and that was like a really eerie, cool thing to go experience. And they have it like pointed out right across the street for the window that the shooter was in. Um, same thing with like the JFK assassination. They know where Lee Harvey Oswald shot the bullet from. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they know all this shit. So it theoretically with time travel, you could literally time travel to these spots and get to where these people are. And, you know, if you could, I guess, move in silence sort of, uh, in a way where like nobody would really know you're around. And you could just sit there and watch, watch if Lee Harvey Oswald shot from that window, and then you know you could, with time travel, you could just go and rewatch it over and over and over again and figure it out for yourself by, you know, figuring out where exactly these shots are coming from and you know taking it from different perspectives. Whereas like 
in today's world, we only really have video footage from 40 years ago to go off of. Whereas have you with seen time... that? Have you seen yes. that show? Yeah. I, I've I've watched a bunch of the JFK assassination. No, show. the uh, the Stephen King uh, show. What's it called, Tim? Eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Uh, it's on my list. The book is I have phenomenal. Not Read the book. Yet. Fuck the show. Read the book. I love the show, the man. Book I is loved so much it. See, I, I'm I sure like the book's Trump, always better. So I might like the show. It's an awesome concept. It, it's a guy who goes back it's in time. It's a really good show. Um, and tries to solve and stop the, or solve hmm. and then possibly stop the assassination of JFK. Um, but he ends okay, up... so see, that's that's exactly what I was yeah. just talking about, and I yeah, didn't that's, know that. Yeah, that's where I was going yeah. there, yeah. He, <laughs> but he gets there, like, I haven't years. Read the book. He gets there years yeah. earlier, so he has to, like, live a life for, like, three mm -hmm. years in the show, I think, but in the book, it's, like, five. And The book's cool because he goes to Derry and runs into a couple of the kids from It, and, like... You know, there's just a lot of crossovers in King's books. I'm a massive Stephen King fan, but uh, the show is—I mean, if you don't—if you didn't read the book, the show is pretty good. It's a cool. Concept. It's very historical. They—they yeah. kind of cut out the meeting the kids from Derry and stuff, yeah, and it's more on the historical side. Yeah, but it's entertaining, and I mean, it's, it's not Franco, Stephen so Kingish at all. It's more like a really good show that just barely has anything to do with Stephen King. Yeah, it was one of his okay, more good. different books and stories, but it would be cool to, to kind of like do that crime solver type thing all throughout history. Yeah. You know? Really? Guys... I would go back to like the medieval times. Like my first answer was kind of a joke. I would oh, actually like, no, that was just, you know, yeah, I would, that would be tempting. But really, I'd want to go back to like some knights in shining armor fucking times and have my smallpox vaccination. What do you want to be the damsel so, in distress? No, Your I just want to not armor? have smallpox. My knight so in shining armor. I'll be like, I'll be like the real life milkmaid, but a dude. I'll be like, hey, I have no smallpox scars. What's up? Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of sex going on back then, yeah. Perfect life. Perfect. So, and and then I could be like, hey, look, you can like, um, you know, fucking like nothing's been invented yet. You know what I mean? Like, with little to no knowledge of actual science or anything, I guarantee I could fucking invent the fuck out of some shit. What was that one movie with Martin Lawrence where he goes back in time and he shows everybody that he's got fire by light and a big lighter? Fucking Black Knight or some shit like Black that. Black Knight. <laughs> yeah, Heath, that was Heath Ledger, right? No, that was uh, Night's Tale. Yeah, oh, that was Night's, Night's Tale. Tale. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally different fucking movie. Very, yeah. very. Completely. <laughs> but they came out around the same time, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Within the same so, five-year yeah. span. Um, yeah, within a couple of years. There's yeah. a cool YouTube short movie that is uh, Predator in medieval times, and it's really well done. It's fucking pretty entertaining. That's it's like 20 cool. minutes, half an hour long. But, I'll have to check that yeah, out. I really cool. enjoy it, like less than 30 minute short films yeah it's pretty good i feel like with little effort back then you could like assassinate the fuck out of some people and fucking be king like in like three days like no problem yeah but then like <laughs> what about the the changes that you make like how is that gonna affect everything in from that fuck moment the... on man did, you did hear me mention that i hate people so you don't want to go them, back right? so you want to go to one place and then that's it Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not fucking coming back to this shithole. No, but I mean, it, it, even if you go to that place, okay, and then you go to some sort of place in the future, it's going to be a completely different future because of all the shit you fucked up in the past. 
I ain't going back to the future. Do I look like Marty McFly? Not happening. I'm going to the I mean, past and staying in the past. I would definitely be one to probably bounce around more than just like like stay a month here, a month there, yeah, in different would, time periods. I would totally bounce around. Yeah, stay until I get sick of it. The damage I'd that bounce you around can long do. enough to find one that I really liked. Um, and then just be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm never leaving this. But what I'm trying to say is the damage that you do could ultimately make it so you can never go home to your I'm fine. to your yeah. you know what i mean to That's fine. your reality your your future that you've already lived because if yeah, anything you changed in the past yeah. no problem with that it could be really bad though also there could be multiverses <laughs> and i could be traveling back in time to a different yes universe that's not actually the one that i currently exist in so that it won't actually affect anything that happened in my life because i'm in a different reality you got us there um some people believe for those that don't know uh instead of a universe we have a multiverse where it's kind of like parallel alternate timelines all going at the same time right yeah yeah and that when you time travel you're you're essentially either like dimension hopping or timeline hopping i guess um so you're not going back to the future of your or the past of your timeline you're going to the past of timeline b or c right is that kind of how it works yeah uh john teeter i like saying titter titter yeah it might be titter it depends on how you uh i think that's a perfect example of that and you know, I mean, I know the reality of it, but it's still a really cool fucking story. Well, Phil said he traveled. He, man, it's not in front of me. It was earlier, and I lost it. So I'm just gonna throw this off the cuff, and I might be wrong. And fuck your facts. So he traveled back in time to get a 5100 IBM, I believe. Yeah, it was. Might have been like an that. Apple 5100. It was the first computer created that could decipher between programming languages. And that was important in the future because it had been forgotten and they needed something that would be able to do that because of all the fucked up shit in the future. And he wrote for a a good while before disappearing. And uh, it, it seemed pretty legit. It's real fucking interesting. You should definitely look him up and uh, read about it. The ending of it is... This is a a book? Uh, No. No, I think he did a series of blogs. He had a website, I think. Um, It was on fucking a website. I had this in front of me earlier. It is a really interesting story. His name's John Titter. Uh, I guess the I think it's him the the future that he comes from is actually a pretty fucked up future too like everybody's at war or some shit like it's not a good place I guess there was a civil war and stuff and he made a bunch of he made a bunch of predictions about what was going to happen in the future I don't think any of them and well no so that's the thing some of them kind of came true most of them didn't come true but they're kind of just logical conclusions to things that's things that were probably going to happen anyway. But if you're time and, traveling in a multiverse, it wouldn't he couldn't really make predictions about the future because it wouldn't have been that timeline wouldn't have been his future, right? 
Well, see, that, that's where it all came down to was all of his mistakes. He said off the beginning that he was he existed in a different timeline, and this is just the timeline that he happened to travel back to to get the computer that existed pretty much universally in all the timelines. So his predictions were what happened in his timeline and what happened in, you know, his, his multiverse, whatever dimension. So... He had these things that he was warning people about and trying to help mankind and help the future. But he said from the jump that, you know, it might not really help because you guys are in a different timeline than I am. Interesting. So he yeah, had a... Was the, this was a real guy with, like, a crazy claim about actually time traveling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really? It was posted on a forum for... It was actually one of the... Uh, kind of like a conspiracy theory forum and stuff i'm I've, I've got him i still don't see it i watched a youtube video about it just a couple days ago yeah there's some pretty good info <laughs> out there about him he wasn't too quiet about stuff yeah um there's another but guy see the oh. the downfall of this one let me let me give the downfall of it was that uh somebody actually like went through all the responses and stuff and they found that it appeared that at least 86 of the people posting responses and stuff were actually coming from the same IP address. <laughs> so nice. it's pretty much like like he made like a hundred fucking fake people and some of them were like, yeah, man, I'm all for it. And other people were like, yeah, I don't think this is true. What about this? And then he would respond to the, you know, to the, to the naysayer to himself. perfectly. Yeah, which was kind of just him responding to himself. But, I mean, that's not proven, you know. It sounds like a fucking nutcase. It's an interesting oh, yeah. story. It's it's yeah. pretty... And you can it, look into it for like 10 minutes and be done. So it's a pretty quick one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not super long. But it pretty much comes down to either, like, he was no shit a for real time traveler, or he was a dedicated motherfucking nutcase. Like, seriously dedicated. Yeah, and you would think that like somebody that fucking crazy, they, they somebody would step in and be like, "You need some fucking help," but then he fucking or disappeared. He's gone. Somebody that nutty wouldn't fucking be able to go that deep. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and making a fake. But he's gone. So. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I'm hopping back in my machine and I'm leaving." Fucking and out. No one ever from again. Yeah. Gone. Uh, there's another guy, uh, Andrew. I fucking, I think it's like Basiago or some shit. He actually ran for president in the last election. Uh, he claimed to be a chrononaut, uh, which is like an astronaut that goes dimension hopping or time traveling and shit like that. Uh, he said he worked for the government in like the 70s, him and a bunch of little kids. And they were sent to like Mars and sent through time. All this crazy fucking shit, man. He's another one to look into. That's what fucking fuck? bad shit crazy. Um, you guys ever heard of last podcast on the left? Yeah. yeah. Fucking great podcast. They do a couple episodes on time traveling um, and chrononauts and shit like that. It's fucking pretty good. But there's some fucking crackpots out there that, you know, think they've traveled through time. Yeah. my I'm kind of getting my mind blown right now by, like, the, the, the shit that you guys are talking about. I'm just like, man, there's people out there that are like this? Like, oh, yeah. I don't read I, I don't read enough shit on the internet, man. Oh, it's... oh we're just scratching the surface. Uh, that was, like, my, my minor one yeah. because 
because of the whole 86 people and it was almost definitely fake there's there's other better ones um, yeah i get I, I get sucked into the most random shit on the internet so. uh we're about i gotta take a piss we're about an hour and you guys want to take oh, like a pee thank god right, I, I figured i knew it was hitting that time so. <laughs> all right we'll take a quick one all right we're back we took a break although you got people listening won't know that but. We um, actually traveled to the year 4,000. Yeah, I wanted to see yeah, uh, we're back. how big this podcast was in the year 4,000. And um, it's about as big as it is now, so not very big. Still it turns out we're the we're uh, president and vice president of the United States of the world in the year 4,000 yeah. because we were reanimated and never died. And we, we are nothing like Donald Trump. So It's a good American. And so... So Steve Miller is president. I'm vice president. <laughs> That's a terrible nice. idea. Nice. Tim's our jester. <laughs> nice. If I was, I mean, I guess if I was president, weed would be legal federally. Yeah. I'd make it worldly. Be, I make too many. Like the number one cash crop in America. I make too many grammar mistakes on a daily basis to ever be president. That's why Steve got it. Um, so we discovered that a guy from the year 4000 has um, black and white photos of what cars look like yeah why the fuck would that be black and white art I don't know that's the stupidest thing maybe it loses color when it travels through time I I take plenty of photos in black and white but yeah it did kind of look like a photo straight out of the 1950s it also looks like a cartoon with a Fallout guy. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It looks like it looks like a picture in black and white from one of the Fallout games, like a a, a futuristic vision of the 1950s. Wait, so why this is this twelve-year-old's face? The article why is said his that face this was, out? The article said that this was shocking proof. I mean, it was on Facebook, man. So clearly, it's true, but. Well, yeah, it's on the internet. So. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was also this, I saw another one where the guy uh, from 2030 came back from 40 years in the future, some shit, and met with himself. And I didn't really get that into that one because it's fucking dumb. <clears throat> I can think of far better things to do than come back and see myself. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man, I'm I'm saying like if you fucked yourself, it's pretty much just masturbation. So wouldn't that be worth it? Um, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I don't even want to address that. But uh, how do you guys think time travel? Like, how would you travel through time? Would it be like mm. uh, you know, Bill and Ted style in the phone booth or a car or like a window or? The most believable scenario for me is slingshot. I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'd get punched in the face so hard by Chuck Norris that I went back in time. That that's the way I'd time travel. <laughs> now, when you get um, to the place you're traveling to, is your face all fucked up? No, it's been long enough that my face healed. All right. You ever you ever see that? Was wasn't there a commercial? I thought I saw a commercial like a fucking. It was one of those like banned commercials where this lady is given birth to a kid and it shoots the kid like a cannon out of her 
out the window. That's, and a, the kid... that's a Xbox commercial. Was well, that a? Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the kid grows from like a little kid all the way to his old age. And when he lands, he lands in his coffin and then the coffin closes. That's so fucked up. And then it just shows the Xbox logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great commercial. They're like, it was a, a band commercial. too short to not have fun. Yeah, it was a band commercial, but I, like, I don't know. I guess, like, time travel would kind of be like that, where I'd it would take some time, probably a little bit of time for me to go back, so, you know, I'd have time to heal my face. Wouldn't so be if, Marty McFly style, where you're just poof and you're there. If time travel were at all possible, I'm going with which you brought up earlier, Steve Miller, the uh, interstellar kind of time dilation. Yeah, where we could travel somewhere, and you know what I mean, like actual physics and stuff would dilate time to the point that we're essentially time traveling. See, but in that theory, though, in the in the theory of interstellar, you wouldn't be able to travel back in time. You could only travel forward in time. Right, which I think would probably still be the most realistic way it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Then again, I think that, like, I don't know. When you when you talk about Interstellar, I think that, like, if you were to ask Nolan about it, if he could have, he probably would have included, you know, a way to travel both forward and back, depending on which area of the universe you're going to. You get sucked in a black hole, shot out the other side into a Nova, and you go back. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I, I, I don't know. He, he, he got sucked in the black hole, and that's how he got back to our solar system. Because yeah. at, at the end of the movie, he did, they're like on that ring thing that's just outside of Saturn. So they're still that within was our a, That was a damn good movie that got, yeah. got way out there towards the end. Uh, no, I dude, I thought Interstellar was great. I saw that I movie. Too. I saw that movie on the fucking seven-story IMAX screen in, in Chicago, and holy balls, was that a fantastic experience. I love that damn movie. I saw it, like, last year, I think, and it was one of those movies that I'd always missed out on, and I saw it, and I was like, God damn, that was a fucking great movie. I should have not missed out on that. It's Christopher yeah, it was... Nolan, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Actually, when I went to go see that movie... Um, while I was waiting in line at the IMAX theater, it's on Navy Pier in, uh, in Chicago, if you guys are at all familiar with that. Um, well, while I was waiting to go into the showing, um, like when I was buying my tickets online a couple weeks beforehand, I'm like, do I want to do six 30 or the nine o'clock? And I ended up doing the nine o'clock or nine 30 or whatever it was. And, um, while I was waiting in line to get into the, to the nine o'clock showing, cause I was you know, first person in line waiting there. I was really excited for this movie. I hear the, uh, the, the workers that are there in a, in like a back room that's right by where I'm waiting. And they're talking, uh, one of them's one of the per people were telling the other worker, like, Hey, there's a guy that's in this showing right now. He's the director's brother and he's going to be coming out after the movie and looking for his jacket. It's in my office. So when he comes out, he's a really tall blue eyed British guy. And he's going to be, he needs his coat. And I'm like, okay, so Jonathan Nolan was watching Interstellar in the theater in the showing before I went in. So had I picked the 630 tickets, I would have been watching Christopher Nolan's movie with his brother. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Yeah. Which if only you could have traveled back in time a couple yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I could travel back in time, I would go back and tell myself, hey, buy those 630 tickets because you won't regret it. 
But then again, I, if I would have bought the 630 tickets, I probably would have had zero knowledge that yeah. I was watching the movie with Jonathan Nolan, but it was still probably really probably actually it. came out on top there because you knew that he was there. If you would have been there with him, you would have had no fucking clue. Right. So it wouldn't right. have even been cool. Yeah, so I wouldn't have even known how cool it was, but like going yeah. back and, you know, going in retrospect, I guess it worked out because knowing he was there is way cooler than actually like not knowing he was there but still experiencing the movie with him, I guess. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so, I don't know how I would want to time travel. It'd be cool if you could like just put on shoes, like rocket, <laughs> like fucking rocket shoes. Uh, I'm seeing some Star Trek, uh, Star Trek uh, phasing going on. You know what I mean? Like I know they're just they're not time traveling. They're just moving, yeah, you know, but... to a different space. But I feel like that would be. Like my kind of thing that I think would be pretty cool. You step in a little pod and it like dematerializes you into the past or future and then you rematerialize. Did we learn nothing from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Because that kid got fucking like turned into what a candy bar or some shit. <laughs> Dude, if I could right. be, I don't want to be broken down into a million a fucking little pieces, man, because then there's like a huge possibility that like when I show up where I'm going, like pieces aren't fucking put together right, and all of a sudden I got like a head coming out of my arm, and you know, no dick. It, like, berries but... are delicious. If I could get turned into a blueberry, I might not turn it down. Yeah, that would no. Going back to what Tim was saying though about like getting, going through time travel and like it being a materialization thing, and you come back not put together the right way. Like, suck, man. Yeah, could, that would could, that would really suck. Could you imagine if that's like why there's freakish people out there, like uh, back in like the the carnival day, like carnies, you know, like alligator boy I'm... and like fucking wolf boy and the hills have eyes type people. Yeah, could you imagine if they're actually failed time travel experiments? That was uh, Spaceballs, right? Mel yeah. Brooks travels no in the idea. Star Trek thing, and he uh, rematerializes, and his head's on his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? That would suck. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Oh, that was so Why is my ass so big? Yeah, his head was on backwards. It was on backwards, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is my ass so fucking big? That's... Oh, that's great. I completely forgot about that. I what don't if, even okay, know, yeah. What if, like, the method of time travel was kind of like, like, Terminator? Can you show up with that clothes one? on? Yeah, that's what I, I, I fucking going. hope. I fucking hope, but it would really suck to have to time travel with no clothes. Yeah, I mean, but you also got to think of it like, uh, those clothes technically wouldn't have been invented yet, in theory. You know, depending on, like, where you come from in the future. So if I want to go, if I want to go carrying my nine millimeter, I should be able to go carrying my nine millimeter, right? It depends on if, yeah, I don't know, because in theory it wouldn't have been created yet, right. depending on the year. That shit gets deep, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot yeah, of that is kind of crazy to think about. Like, yeah. it, if you go back, can you take other things besides your own, besides your just your body with you? Yeah. Could you bring a lighter, a big lighter? <laughs> Could you bring somebody with you? Yeah, I mean, Martin Lawrence was wearing that jersey. Yeah. How did he end up back in time? I I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't even know hey, if that's actually what they were going. seen that movie. I think that's what they were going for in the movie. Doesn't he just, like, step through a wormhole or something? 
Why the fuck is Martin I, Lawrence? Anywhere I thought it had something to do with a store that he was working at. Yeah, it's gotta be something stupid like that. Some yeah, that's what I mean, but it like, just like steps through a wormhole or something. Reaches in to get fucking soda and. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I ever saw the movie because it looked like a heaping pile of shit. So. It's a good movie, man. Actually, I really, uh, I, I like that movie. Um, yeah, so I'm not down for the being broken down into a million pieces and transported. That sounds. Okay. It looked like you went to sleep. I I, I had to Google it. And in in the movie uh, Black Knight, uh, Martin Lawrence's character is an employee of a medieval medieval world amusement park, and he suffers a blow to the head, oh, and then wake wakes up in 14th century England. That's oh my right. God! So it's all. And a then dream. that's how he gets back to the real time, as he suffers another blow to the head. Yeah, so it's Jousting. some fucking. I think Ducktales did that at some point. Wizard of Oz did it. <laughs> yeah. Wizard of Oz did it. Fucking love and you Wizard were there, of Oz, and you were there, and you were there too. I love Wizard of Oz. Fucking I, I had a, so I, I had a theory that The Walking Dead was gonna end like that, where Rick wakes up back in the hospital, and everybody he knows is still alive, and he's like, "You were there, and you were there, you died." It wouldn't fucking surprise I, me. It's not, it's, it's not over yet. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Shane, I killed you, Carl. You died. Coral, Coral, you Coral. died. You died, Coral. Coral. Are you, you a big Walking again. Dead fan? I okay. So, as much as I know, it's gotten kind of terrible. I'm like a huge Walking Dead fan. Like I've actually gone as far as I've been forcing myself to sit through Fear the Walking Dead. Um, I'm like ha almost halfway through the second season now. Um, I want to start reading the comics, kind of, because like the show really pissed me off with what they did um, in this season by by taking out Coral. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm sort of, I, every time I get into the show, I really get into the show and I'm at the, I'm at a point in time where I'm really into the show right now. So <laughs> I just got the newest trade like a week ago, uh, fucking volume 29. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I, uh, one, they, they one's really uh, fucked up the all out war fucked all the other pictures in the, in the yeah. show. You mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, like I fucked it hard. I know a lot of the differences in the between the show and the book already. Like I, I know about like certain characters who die in place of others, mm. and um, I know about characters that, you know, like like Carol is basically been on borrowed time since since like since they got to since before they got to the farm. Yeah, in that season was, that, two. Yeah, that was prison stuff. I, yeah. I sent you some the pictures farm, there, Steve. The farm's not as big of a. Uh, part in the the comics as it was in the show. I just think they they stretched out All Out War way too long. Uh, that, that's yeah, where I, I live. I I live where it's filmed. Actually, <laughs> oh, Dana, I was gonna ask you that if you've ever gone and checked out any of the. Oh, did I not ever send you those no, pictures? No. Hold on, I just sent them to Steve. I'll send you some too of just like me driving around at work, bored and taking pictures. I'm a massive so fan of the comics, the show. I fell off the. I'll watch the season when it's done, but I I catch I stay in tune with what's going on. But they, they lost me. I'm waiting for the time jump. Me and my girlfriend are planning a road trip down to Sonoya to see all the the Walking Dead shit. 
Yeah, uh, you'll be really fucking disappointed. That's that's where I live. <laughs> well, I mean, we, when we plan road trips, we usually plan to like go all all through. The oh, week. dude, if you do that, hit me up. Like, that's literally like I don't live in Snoya, but I live right down the street. Okay, like, that that's my neck of the woods. That's where. Yeah, I live. like just because of my like recently getting back into the show because. Like I fell off the show mid season seven because it was just uh, and and like watching the end of season seven on Netflix was just like oh my god this is terrible, and season eight was getting better until they they went and did what they did in the middle of the season, and Whoa. yeah and I've been looking at a lot of the uh, I've been looking at a lot of like Google Earth images and shit of like the areas where they film is there a way that you it's like the 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 road leading up to herschel's farmhouse is that blocked do you know no her dude it's it's just annoying (laughs) the alexandria virginia is like an actual subdivision that people like really live in that's surrounded by the the fence and stuff that i just sent you pictures of no, I know. I, I, when you, when you go through the town of Alley, like when you look at Alexandria from, from the, the satellite view, you can see the fence and everything around the, uh, around the, around the, uh, the little subdivision. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you go down, you can go down to, to like the street view where the, the Google car drives through taking pictures. And when you go through the streets of Alexandria, there's, there's some houses that aren't even built yet, um, in that subdivision area. But it, when you, you can just drive, you know, through the, on the, the street view, you can just drive through the, the streets of Alexandria before any of the fences or anything was up. Well, see that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, if you're just a tourist and trying to do touristy shit, like you can see it from a distance, but like, I'm from there. Like we can just go walk around Alexandria. <laughs> if I could travel back in time, I would go and force Frank Darabont to stay make with the walking dead. Yes, because I, I yes. that show it would have been so much better if Darabont stayed on. Oh also, you'll be you'll be an hour and a half away from Atlanta, and you've got about thirty minutes of it, Walking Dead entertainment before you're like, oh, this is like in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get that. I can tell that, like, when you're on the street view, you can tell that a lot of it's just like the middle of nowhere kind of stuff. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's cool seeing that shit. Like I, I wish that the, the prison site was a site that you could actually drive up to, but it's actually, it's actually just sound stages for the studio that the, no, there's, uh, they gotta let you tour the sound stages. I would imagine. I bet. I imagine yeah, they, they let you do, but they, yeah, they, they don't. Really? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. there, there are do. some outside views of the prisons that I have pictures of that, too, that's right by where I work, that uh, I can show you where they are, that not everyone knows where they are. Well, I know I, I when you, uh, I think the area that they, because one of the, like, if you look at the, the satellite views of all these Walking Dead areas, like, where the prison was is south of where Herschel's farmhouse was by like not even a mile um, in the same stretch of like open grass and like surrounded by trees. Um, yeah. so also south of Herschel's house is where uh, Hilltop colony uh, that were the houses and everything for Hilltop. Um, I know that they probably have used subdivisions in the area. 
I know where like like I've looked up where Rick's house was in Atlanta and where uh, where Morgan's house was. Um, I've seen street views of that stuff, and that's pretty far away from where from where you're at. But like a lot of the stuff that they film in now, yeah, is it's huddled. not that far. It's it's all huddled in though, like right in the area yeah. you're in, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah, like uh, Woodbury and Alexandria are literally opposite sides of the road <laughs> of each other. In reality, they're both in Sonoya. Yeah, Woodbury's yeah, Woodbury's a real city that's about 20, 30 minutes from Sonoya, but in Walking Dead, Sonoya is called Woodbury. Right. And then Alexandria is literally just the opposite. You turn around. And yeah, it's, a, it's a subdivision across the street, right? Yeah. Um, so when they're not filming, like, the, the, these houses are houses that people live in. When so, they are filming, these are houses that people actually oh, live in. Really? Yeah. No, it's so, a it's a regular ass fucking subdivision that The Walking Dead was like, "Hey, we need a walled city. Your subdivision's fucked. None of you can leave your house if we're filming." Yeah. <laughs> so they the, the walls up like permanently at this point. Uh, they're. They're doing, I think they just did some reshoots and stuff. Like, it's not up, like, 100% permanently, but pretty much, you know? I, w I would imagine, based on what happened in the show, that they're probably going to be tearing the wall down soon, because didn't Alexandria get blown to hell by Negan? Uh, in the comics? Or the uh, you would, in, in the show. It's one of those things, like, that's one of those things, if you live there, you know more, but I don't even watch the, the show, so I hear oh. about it all the time. Okay, so in I don't it, really watch. I've seen a lot, but like I have like super insider But like they're there this year filming stuff, and and Alexandria is not going anywhere. They actually just like right down the street, new section with all these uh, pristine white painted houses. It's not really? in the actual subdivision that normal Alexandria is. It's like right down the street. And it's a different subdivision that only has like, I don't know, a few houses walled in. And, and I don't know. It might be white and real stuff that they. Is anybody else getting robot? I, I was just getting robot for a second there. Yeah. From Dana. Dana, right? you there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, he cut out like a bunch. Well, that sucks. I said all yeah. kinds of important things. I, I, I heard you how the I, next season's going to be, but you guys heard I, a robot. So. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the majority of what you said. It was the last tidbit that had to do with like them filming. Uh, I, I know that the, the three houses that are down the street that are all painted white and are pretty pristine. Um, and then yeah, after that it was kind of a it was kind of a, a haze, I guess. I I don't know. In the in the show, in the last uh in this season, the the episode where Carl reveals his uh his bite, he uh he's at Alexandria and Negan basically attacks Alexandria by sending like grenades over the walls and a bunch of houses are burning and shit's getting blown up left and right. Um and that's the last that I saw of Alexandria in the show. And since then, they've kind of been primarily at Hilltop. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. pretty fucked up in the comic. Yeah, I read the comic. That's why I don't really watch the show. Is I was so super good. into the comic. So good. Well, so 
I was super into the comic before the show came out, and I was in Iraq when the show came out. And I didn't come back home for 10 years. You know what I mean? So, like, when I left Georgia to join the military army, like, Sonoya was just the most podunk middle of fucking... No one lived there. There were no stores. It was just a fucking middle-of-nowhere place that you didn't go to. Right. And then The Walking Dead started. So now, like, every day I work in that area. I work in Sonoya. So, like, I, I take random pictures for people who are really into it, but I don't know what's going on, and it's all brand fucking new, new shit there. You know what I mean? When I left to join the Army. Yeah, dude, you should fucking get a job working there. No, that's I have a job working there. Well, working on the on the the Walking Dead on the show. Oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I install internet and TV and stuff. So those houses need internet and TV and stuff. So you know, you you're about, I'm about as close as you can get without working for the show. You know. Have you been yeah, into Alexandria to like service a house in there? No, I, I've been into Alexandria just because I can get in it and normal people can't. <laughs> I nice. drove around taking pictures in the and stuff, which I sent you some of them. Yeah, I saw the pictures that you sent. That's super fucking cool. Yeah, in my head. But I didn't know what to take pictures of when I took them, so... <laughs> After right after I took those pictures, I came home and like literally just looked for some episodes that said something's happening and happening in Alexandria and watched them. <laughs> that uh, the graffiti is actually that's probably like that's a totally different town, like 20 30 minutes away. That's oh, an intro away with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Every day I passed that, and I was like, that looks so fucking cool. Like, I, I can't believe someone just graffitied that shit. And then I was looking it up for the Alexandria shit, and I was like, oh, it's the intro from The Walking Dead. <laughs> it wasn't actual graffiti. It's it's movie shit. Well, that, I believe, that I, I remember it, it, it is in the intro. Um mm -hmm. But it does it does show up in the show at one point. Um, I yeah, there's a there's a scene. It's it, it's at the point where like Morgan we only get in the show in the, the the very first episode, and then we don't see Morgan again until like season three. And when we see him in season three, he's a fucking nutcase, and um, him and he almost tries to kill Rick. But then as Rick is leaving in the show from the town that that Morgan's in. Morgan is burning bodies like in the center area of because I'm assuming that looks like a pretty much like demolished almost building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the outer outer walls pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So they like when uh, when Rick is leaving, he drives past and you see into the building and you see Morgan inside the walls getting ready to burn uh, some zombies. And then as they're driving away, they keep the shot and then you still see the away with you. I'm not sure if it, if it worked out, they might've like had a cut in there and just spliced mm -hmm. it together and did movie magic to make it seem like it was in the same spot. But that's, right. yeah, that's dude. That's super fucking cool. Like I'm, that's, that's uh that's Hogan'sville, Georgia. That is? We were supposed to be talking about time travel though. And we, we've been talking for like 20 minutes about the walking dead. Oh, this one's just turning into I, a mishmash episode and that's cool. 
<laughs> don't matter. It's all right with me. Yeah, so matter. back to time travel. Um, I would time travel to the to the like Western eighteen hundreds, eighteen sixties, and seventies, eighteen eighties. What if every but, uh, every place you time travel to was overridden or like was zombies? Oh, that'd be so much fun. That would be so much fun. I would just like guns a blazing. Right. You go back to like the Victorian age and it's fucking regular people and zombies and shit. We'd fucking But see, in in theory, if you were to go back to the Victorian age and you were to have to fight zombies, you'd have to be using like swords and axes and shit. Cause like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Load, yeah. load a musket ball gun every time you want to shoot one? Nah, man, you bring guns blazing, fucking from the future, like Duke Nukem, and you just start fucking blowing shit apart, man. Duke Nukem is fantastic. Fuck yeah, I was just playing it on Sega earlier. I fucking love that game so much. Um, uh, I would time travel back to like, like their late 90s early 2000s when playstation 2 was still like uh, a hit thing i'd go back and play old video games you can still do that now but it just sucks yeah i want to go back to when i go on i go back to a time when i don't know i don't know about anything better so i'm not i can't look at it now and be like wow this looks like shit (laughs) i'd go back and fuck nancy reagan back to nancy reagan I mean, I'm never going to give up my girl Lorraine. All right. (laughs) Fucking cool, guys. Um, Yeah, it would be sweet to battle zombies. I would love a zombie apocalypse now that I think about it. Right. I would try so hard to be the Negan. Just fucking ruthless. Fucking smashing people's heads in, man. Yeah, and, and, you know, if you think about it, if, if you really think about it, a lot of people in in this country, if if a zombie apocalypse were to ever happen, a lot of us might be all right if you know you're not a complete idiot, because a lot of people have have guns, and that's sort of like insurance for the zombie apocalypse. Like you got a chance then. Yeah, but there's some fucking helpless people out there that would have. I would actually probably collect a bunch of people like that and then use them as like bait. To like, you know, I, I would be fucking ruthless like that. I would, I would accept stupid people just to get them killed later. See, but because of shows like The Walking Dead, you'd have because those shows like that exist. If if we were to actually experience a zombie apocalypse in our reality, you'd have douchebags running around with fucking baseball bats wrapped in barbed wire and wearing leather coats with the fucking like red sash. Being yeah, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Danny, you still still over there, buddy? Yeah, man. You, what do you think about a zombie apocalypse? Uh, I think I would prefer just a fall of money in general that would essentially lead to the exact same thing without zombies. Well, then you can't go around bashing people's fucking heads in. No, 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 no. You would definitely go around bashing people's fucking heads in. They just wouldn't be zombies. They would just be people. Well, I mean, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that seems Um, more morbid. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you got to, like, bash somebody's head in every now and then to, like, prove a point, but you're talking some, like, fucking fucking falling down shit, man. You guys ever seen Falling Down? Yeah, dude, one of the greatest movies ever made, in theory, at least. (laughs) Steve, have you seen it? Um, I, I may have. It's Michael Douglas. Oh, right? dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just like snaps one day. It's fucking great. You telling me 
it's fucking 11 o'clock and you no longer have the ingredients to make me a breakfast sandwich? <laughs> I thought you were really going to Where the fuck things. did they go? Did they disappear? <laughs> yeah, I remember that movie. I remember it was the first time my mom, because like my mom, when I was growing up, she'd be like, okay, you're old enough that you can watch this now. And I remember being like, I don't know, seven or eight when she showed me that. She's like, you're old enough, you can watch this. So I watched it, and I remember just being like, holy shit. I saw it when I was like six or seven, when it first came out, and I've never seen it again, and I don't need to, necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think I've ever watched it again. Yeah. My when I was nine, my mom showed me uh, Goodfellas. Mm. All right. Great fucking movie. Yeah, although, I, you know, I, I kind of have a controversial opinion when it comes to Goodfellas. I really like Goodfellas, but I like Casino more. That's not that bad. I mean, that's... I can see that. Uh, I like The Departed I, I, more than Goodfellas, but I love Goodfellas, but... Um, sometimes the Departed is a fantastic yeah, movie, I'll too. watch that far more than I'll watch Goodfellas, but I love Goodfellas, but Casino's fucking awesome, too. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I feel like as great as Goodfellas is, it doesn't have enough De Niro and Joe Pesci. And you get that in Casino because it's their movie. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it, too. And then I'm also, like uh, like I was talking about earlier, a little bit obsessed with Vegas. So that's, that's, that's uh, yeah, that's that's just my kind of movie. And, yeah, The Departed is great. A lot of Scorsese movies are really good. Yeah, there's only one I really didn't like, and that was Shutter Island. But... I, I like Shutter Island. It wasn't terrible. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of Martin Scorsese's religious movies. There was that one in the 80s, and then just recently he did Silence with Liam Neeson and Old Spider, or that that, that cool guy Spider-Man. What was the one in the 80s? Uh, I, fuck, I forget. He, I think it was like 87 he made it. I haven't um, seen those, I don't think, any religious stuff that he's done. It was like a passion project of his. Um, that, that being the first of one of his passion projects, the second one that he got to do was, uh, um, Gangs of New York. So what if the Martin last Scorsese of... and Mel, um, Mel Gibson. Crazy guy. Mel Gibson teamed up to make a passion project? Yeah. <laughs> that, well, not that, not, I guess, uh, I don't know. Passion of the project. <laughs> I, I, I like your... Christ. Yeah. Uh, so the movie that Scorsese did, it was 1988. It was called The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when and, uh, the devil just keeps tempting, tempting Jesus. Yeah, Willem Dafoe plays Jesus. I didn't realize that was a Scorsese movie. That's crazy. What? Yes. Willem Dafoe is Jesus. I didn't realize that that was a Scorsese movie. Yep, that's crazy. Who the fuck cast it's that? Not, it's not written by him, but it's directed by him. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. It's a fucked up movie. But yeah, that's what those, like like that movie Silence is way out of the ballpark of what you normally expect from a Scorsese movie. Like, I've never seen either one of those. I mean, even Wolf of Wall Street is out of his spectrum, I guess, but it, it, it is still in a, in a way it still exists in, you know, his type of movie. God, I love that movie. It is a great movie. Um, so I wouldn't really go I'm trying back to think of other movies that have time travel. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's the obvious Back to the Future. Well, know, yeah, that's, of, that's the, the obvious. Bill, Bill and Ted. Uh, Bill and Ted, that's a... Um, uh, uh, there's a couple shows, it, you know. Yeah. Quantum Leap, fucking great show. 
That's all time travel. Army of Darkness with Bruce Campbell. Oh god, yeah. That's right. I did See, I think I, that's I where my medieval thing comes from is the hope that I'll just be an army of darkness and turn into Bruce Campbell. Just fight deadites. Yeah. Pretty much zombies. I mean Yeah, I mean well super 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 powerful zombies. Yeah, if I were to exist in a, in a zombie world, I wouldn't want it to be like World War Z zombies. Oh, mm. yeah, that's how I think it's going to happen, though. I think it's going to be a rage type of thing. You need Romero zombies oh, to live in a zombie apocalypse and it not be horrible. George Romero. Yeah, be, living it would be zombies. awesome if they were slow and stupid and stuff. But I think it's going to be like a rage type of thing because I think we've already seen like the start of it. Uh, with bath salts and shit like that, with people chewing on other people's faces when they have like a psychotic break and they're just full of so much rage. Um, I think that could be the start of what's going to happen. Because I'm a firm believer that it is going, there is going to be an event that pretty much wipes out civilization. God, I, I hope so. I, I was listening to some podcast. I was listening to, I think uh, it was Macaulay Culkin's podcast, Bunny Ears. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever... He's so fucked up now. I didn't yeah. know that existed. I I I've listened to like two episodes, and I know. And one of the episodes, one of the guys, if you can ever make out what they're saying, because they're all it's like the guy he hosts it with. It seems like they're trying. The guy's always trying to say something that he that that. And it's like, dude, I'm I'm here to listen to Macaulay Culkin. I don't really know who the fuck this guy is, nor do I really care what he thinks. But he, like Macaulay Culkin, would be in the middle of trying to say something, and this guy keeps jumping in and jumping in and jumping in. And then at at times, it seems like they're trying to fight over who's talking. Like so, I I just stopped listening. But I know I heard one of them say that they had read or heard that. There's supposed to be like a there's a seventy percent possibility that something like that could happen, like of it evolving from like a rabies type virus. Well, I mean, in like the insect world and stuff, like it exists. You know, there's it's a real thing that really happens in the insect world, and uh, I think to a certain extent, even animals where a parasite attacks a host and essentially turns the host into a brainless zombie that's just trying to accomplish whatever the parasite is trying to do for procreation or whatever okay that's crazy but yeah, yeah. That's, i think it's going to be a rate i think i don't think people are actually going to come necessarily like crawling out of graves back from the dead um but i mean there could be that like you could die and then be reanimated in a sense where like uh, mm -hmm. you know and I think World Wars, World War Z, I think is accurate. Now I believe no, it will happen. See, I I would say World War Z is is maybe more accurate in a sense of like, like like how they would be, but I don't know. I feel like World War Z kind of pushes it a little bit. I think I think where accurate would fall more in line with would be like a twenty eight days later type zombie. Yeah. Because yeah. that like I don't know about you guys, but. The, the, those zombies were the first zombies that really scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, because there was just a different style. Because mm -hmm. you know? all we really had was the, the Ramiro style, you know? Yeah, it, it pretty much reinvented yeah. the zombie. Apparently, scientists... Uh, I did read an article that scientists have said that if a zombie apocalypse were to happen, it would take about a year for the entire population of humans to get wiped out. 
that even if even if people were to were to survive, it wouldn't take long because of the the numbers of like if if everyone turned into a zombie and there were a small amount of survivors, it would be like in the ten millions to like ten a million or ten million to one kind of thing. So it's yeah. like our un, unrealistic chances of survival if something like that were to happen, given the population on the planet. Yeah, it's definitely not the zombie apocalypse I want to live in, but uh, I would much rather live in an easier going, not so fucking jacked up zombies. Yeah, I feel like the odds of a zombie apocalypse being something survivable for more than like a week are so slim. That's just not something I would want to deal with. Oh, it would be yeah, such I a mean, pain in the ass. That, I mean, like I've, like I said, moving to Vegas. I mean, you. It, it takes a couple hours to get to probably some areas that it would actually be like you'd be able to live in, but there's a vast majority of that area of the country that's just not a lot of population. I mean, yeah, Vegas has a really big population, but you get you lose that population fairly quickly on the freeway systems there. Like you get outside of Vegas and the city dies off and you're just in the middle of the desert and I don't know. In, but, in a sense, you'd want to realistically be where there's not a lot of people. Yes, but like uh, Sonora, Georgia. Everybody is going to. <laughs> I think a majority of people are going to have that mindset. So, would it necessarily be a bad thing to stay put in that city because you got to think everybody's going to be fleeing? Well, so you, but you also got to think of the naysayers too—the people who are going to be uh, ignorant to the to what's going on. I mean, there could be like I think uh, Fear the Walking Dead kind of explored that a little bit in, in an interesting fashion, even though the first season really sucked. But like a, a lot of people wouldn't be reacting to like this the way you would think. Like there'd be a lot of people like like, oh, my God, the police gunned down a crazed homeless person who was unarmed in the middle of the streets and in, in downtown wherever, you know, and there's going to be people who are going to be, you know, hey, that ain't right. And they're like there's going to be enough people that are just going to continue to live their day to day life that like when it happens in front of them it may be too late like there's not like there's you got your doomsday preppers but how many people are those how many like what's the percentage of people that are actually like these doomsday preppers you know i would think though that in this day and age and i i, I don't think it's going to be like a, a i think once it hits it's going to be a quick cataclysmic event like it's going to hit you know right so i don't think the i'm i'm talking and assuming in the sense that like it is this is real like people are fleeing i think more than half of the people would flee a major city so i was just kind of trying to think of myself trying to for myself make an argument to would it necessarily be a bad thing to stay put because i mean a lot of people are going to flee and they're going to go to places that are not populated and then those people are going to be populated you know it's interesting yeah and i mean a lot of zombie thing a lot of zombie films and such and shows they they show us freeway systems backed up with cars and 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 whatnot of people trying to flee um and it you know usually it's a situation where you know somebody in the midst of all this traffic is somebody who's been bitten and then it just spreads from that one person like a virus through uh through everything and causes this mass to to flee the area i suppose um i don't know i feel like it would be it would be interesting to see how everything would go down i mean i'm if, if the zombie apocalypse happens like i might ride it out at my apartment for a little bit but then i'm hitting the road and i'm not hitting any freeways yeah i'm going straight into the fucking woods 
Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take back I'll take yeah. back roads all the way out to the fucking um, Badlands in South Dakota. I grew up camping. I'm staying in less populated populated areas yeah. so that I can find resources. I'm not going to the woods. No, you can get, see. Luckily, where I'm at, you can go far enough into the woods. Um, next to you, um, stuff resources and still be able to, you know, get around and still be able to hide in the woods, but also be able to make quick trips to get resources and stuff a lot of wilderness around where i'm at a lot of conservation land and shit so. there's a lot of farms out here by me i mean with, yeah i live i live like i don't know 15 20 minutes south of downtown milwaukee and it's like suburb area but 10 minutes south of where i'm at is just farmland i mean shit there's a plenty of farms bad. in this in the town i live in yeah i've been to milwaukee once my sister lives in Boscobel. Um Yeah, you were saying that yeah. the last time I was on. Yeah, Milwaukee's not that cool. It was all right. It was a good time. I had a good time. But yeah, I mean, it it's, was. Eh. You probably had a good time drinking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. See, that's because that's that's what you do out here. Is you yeah, fucking get hammered. What it seemed like. So I want to. Jeffrey Dahmer had gone to and stuff. It was kind of cool, but. I want to bring up my favorite time traveler. Oh, the yeah. man, the man from Torrid. What? I'm sure the man Who from Torrid. Who is this man? You don't know about that town? Um. Yeah. Let me read, let me read the the short summary of the Be man from Torrid. My absolute favorite real time traveler type guy. Before you read that, I just want to state that I'm glad that you you stated to, like you didn't know about that, Tim, and you didn't include me in that, knowing that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's my favorite. Just like it's my favorite. Yeah, just oh yeah, it's your favorite. So here we go. All right. In 1954, a man trying to get through customs in the uh oh, Hyinda Airport in Tokyo. I totally destroyed that, I'm sure. Hi, had a bunch of, <laughs> yeah. Had a bunch of trouble with customs agents. It wasn't because he forgot to declare to declare something on his customs form. It was because he claimed to be from a country that didn't exist. And he had a passport with stamps that prove it. His passport was from a country named Torrid, which he claimed was in between Spain and France. When custom officials pulled out a map and asked him if he meant Angora, he became angry, which this is a super short summary. Angora is exactly where he was pointing at the actual country. He said, yes, the location was right, but Torrid had existed for at least a thousand years. He had never heard of Andorra. He was given a hotel room for the night while the police tried to figure out what was going on even though they were, there were armed guards posted outside his room the man vanished in, in, by the next morning his passport which had been stored in the security office at the airport was also gone and officials never figured out the mystery of the man from Torrid this is the worst summary of this story I've ever heard in my life. Like, there's a lot more to it. I had seen that. Like, I have, I have heard this, of that before. Yeah, yeah, I figured you had. Like, this dude showed up at the airport and was like, here's my passport, and it's like 100% legitimate. 
Like it had the stamps from going to Japan and Russia and other countries and stuff because he was a businessman. But they were like, you're from Torrid. Torrid doesn't exist. So they were like, where the fuck is Torrid? So he shows them on a map where Torrid is, which is where Andorra actually is. And the dude like freaked out and he was like, no, fuck you. There is no Andorra. I'm from fucking Torrid, which is where this is. I don't know what this bullshit ass map you're showing me is. So they detained him. But like he hadn't actually done any because this was like 1954. It wasn't like terrorist times or nothing. They detained him, but they didn't really have anything to hold him on. They were just like, this is really suspicious and we should do something about this. I don't think they would have even really tried that hard. You know what I mean? To detain him. And the next morning, they opened the room and were like, hey, guy, wait, guy's gone. And they were like, oh, so is his passport that we had over here. That's crazy. So, yeah, great story. I want to apologize about my uh, fucking like alarm thing going off there a second ago. I only heard one beep. Yeah. yeah, that that that's all it was. I don't know. It was it was weird. My my girlfriend lit a candle and it, the candle's been sitting in the same spot for like a month now. And uh, she lit the candle and it somehow made the smoke alarm go off. So <laughs> there's a couple of theories out there. This is made up by a guy who wrote a book. Okay, so this is the shitty part because yeah. I'm all about shitty parts. Yeah. Uh, this is a very well-told story that like i just read like a short summary that actually sucks compared to what the real story is um there's a lot to it and there's a lot of information involved and there it goes kind of deep to the point that you're like man this this seems really true but there's no one to support that this ever happened it's a ever. there's like there's nobody you can go ask and be like, hey, were you there when the man from Torrid happened? No, there's there's no one exists that can support the, you know, this being a legitimate thing. But it has been around for a long time, and there's a lot of information, and it seems really fucking cool. Plus the internet, man. You can just keep adding on and adding on and adding on to a story. And, Plus the know. thing, like, the story's actually been around since, like, before the internet. I think it first showed up in, like, the 70s. Or something. Yeah, but I mean, that story that originally showed up is probably nothing like the story now. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it I, can mean, get added. I mean, you it's can like still a game look of telephone. Yeah. It's like a game of telephone. Uh, um, to, to a certain extent, no, but I, I still feel like. <laughs> I yeah, feel like, like if a, any time like traveler story is true, this is my favorite one that I want to believe is true. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, this is definitely. So, how did the passport disappear? Because it went back in time when, like, he he like slipped dimensions accidentally, and when he unslipped them, his personal belongings unslipped them with him. Really? That that's. It's goddamn time travel, Tim. That's the explanation you're gonna go with. (laughs) Just his possessions automatically know they're connected to him, and he's leaving. He was never there, so his passport was never there. Yeah, because the story's exactly. not like real. He... <laughs> he was never there. And that's why you're going to hate Ready Player One. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, 
There's no time travel in that, is there? Huh? I just I pick shit apart so in, so in, much. In I, Ready Player One. Um, oh, I don't even. No, no, I was things, just talking so. about. Uh, Tim hates everything cool. Like <laughs> if it's cool, Tim hates it. Yeah. Like that's Tim, just a gift. I'm a hipster. Tim, like do that. you like do you like Jurassic Park? I love. Uh, yeah, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. See, see, he had to think about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I because it's kind of a trick statement. Like I love Jurassic Park. I love Lost World. Jurassic Park Three is fucking piece of shit. Um, oh, that's universally I, I really like Jurassic World. I'm looking forward to the second and third one. I enjoy them, but I also I, I like the books a lot more. I yeah, know. see, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a huge reader. Yeah, I do audiobooks. I, I'm not a big. It's hard for me to read. Um, to like soak in knowledge that way, but at work all day, I just listen to audiobooks. I take it in a lot better that way. See, I need to start doing that. That's what I should probably start doing is listening to audiobooks because there's a lot of times where I'm like, fuck, I don't have any podcasts to listen to. Like, I've yeah. listened to everything. Um, I listen to a lot of Stephen King. A lot. Hmm. I'll have to get into that. That's interesting. Yeah. They're pretty good. Some are, I mean, it's hit or miss. Some, some are pretty bad and, like, the narrators really suck. Um, but there's some that are really good and the narrators really get into it. And then they also have, like, full cast dramatizations and stuff on Audible. Um, oh, that's cool. I don't forget, have you guys ever heard of We Are Alive? It was like a podcast event, but it's about the end of the world and zombies and shit. They did no. like an episode a week, but it's a full cast and full sound effects and everything. It's pretty sweet. That does sound like yeah. it'd be pretty cool. It's, and it's on most podcast carriers. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. No time travel, though. No time travel. <laughs> um, hey, Dana. Uh-huh. Is it, it down where you're at in Georgia? Is it as hot as they make it seem in The Walking Dead, like where everybody's just sticky, gross, and sweaty all the time? Yeah. Mostly, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of more the humidity. I mean, yeah, it's fucking miserably hot. I mean, not to me, but to people in general. But it's more the humidity than the heat. Like it, like middle of the summer, like deep, deep summertime. Like you're not walking around, you're swimming through moisture to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it like Milwaukee sits on like a swamp, and being right next to the lake doesn't help. Uh, it gets pretty nasty and muggy around here too, but nothing like what I've experienced from down being down in Florida. I was only ever in Georgia that I remember once, and it was really late at night, and we were driving through Atlanta, and my stepdad got us lost in like the ghetto. And we had to find our way back onto the freeway heading down to Orlando. And that's the only time I ever remember being in Georgia. Never got out of the car, so I don't know what the weather was like. Yeah, you would have fucking like, it's like taking a shower. You step out of your car and you're soaking wet and it's really fucking hot. <laughs> wow. Uh, almost all the snows melted in my yard. So fuck you guys, Andrew. It was... It was 80 degrees today, I think. Fuck you, man. Yeah, it was <laughs> like 50, it, or maybe 50. Oh, it's, it's 70 right now. <laughs> it snowed yesterday. That's like, nice. not, nothing that nothing that stuck. Like, it's no, it's, my mom lives, like, my mom lives almost 300 miles north of where I live, and she got snow yesterday, um, but... We got snow yesterday, that but it was like a lake effect, so it just snowed, but none of it built up and none of it stuck. But it still fucking snowed. 
I mean, it's getting down to 46 tonight, though. I, I might not be able to survive the chill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can I get you guys' <laughs> opinion on something? Absolutely. Roseanne? Yeah. Why does anybody give a fuck about Roseanne? Oh, I don't man, know. Why'd you have to go there? Because I just want to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> you know like, exactly I remember... why I went there. I know. I remember my mom and my dad watching Roseanne when I was growing up simply because I don't think there was anything better on TV at the time, which is why shows like Full House ended up getting watched. And like, uh, what was what was the other one? Um, um, the fucking... God damn it, the one with the, the Ed Bundy or whatever. Oh, Married with Children, man. I love Married with Children. Yeah, like, and I mean, for... Okay, so me growing up as a kid... I don't know why, but I just like those shows. I just kind of couldn't stand. I couldn't appreciate them as a little kid. But as I got older, I, you know, going back and rewatching old reruns here and there, I, you know, had more of an appreciation for those shows. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't understand what's up with the, the rebooting or renewing old shows that were wildly successful in the late eighties and early nineties. Like they did Fuller House and I, they've, they've done a number of them, and it's just like, what's with the, what's with the revitalization of all these old shows? Oh, yeah. Like, you're just running out of fucking ideas. Fucking like, hey, these dynasty. These people are still alive. Let's yeah. give it. Let's bring them back for a season. Well, Roseanne was already renewed for a second season. Oh wow. Yeah, um, but they got like fucking Dynasty, Dallas. They're bringing back Melrose Place. They had nine hundred two one zero again for a while. It's fucking insane. Quantum motherfucking leap. They need to do a quantum leap show. A new one. They, I think they are, they man. Fucking yeah, need to. I think they're probably gonna reboot it. Um, my dad. Mystery Science Theater three thousand is another one. Yeah, my dad was telling me they got the show called Timeless. That's about these. Uh, it's on right now. I don't know what channel it's on, but the the one's like a fucking historian and then an ex uh, or an FBI agent or something. But they're able to travel through time and they go back in time to like um, do different shit. Like one of them is they go back to the Lincoln assassination and are trying to decide whether or not to stop it and shit. But a quantum leap show needs to happen. Hey, uh, hey, uh, it's been another hour. Dana needs to make pee pee. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. And take shots. Um, yeah, we'll take a quick break. And the, then... the podcast ain't getting better by the minute. It's getting worse because that's how it works. More shots, more worse. So you do shots on your breaks and not during, not while we're recording? Normally, I get fucking wasted before. <laughs> We had some technical difficulties there. Uh, now Dana's flashing us. It's kind of weird. Showing yeah. us his penis. Yeah. His little, you guys ask. If you ask for the dick pics, you get the dick pics. Yeah, I wasn't complaining. You know, I, was saying, <laughs> I was just agreeing. Yeah, he didn't just send me photos of the Walking Dead stuff that he lives by. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was actually like fifteen pictures of my penis. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that many. Uh, well, only you're fourteen. The special one was for Steve. While, yeah. While you were gone, uh, we were talking about the disaster artist in the room. Oh man, I saw that last week. Yeah. God damn. What are your I thoughts? I love. I fucking. I love the room to begin with, oh, and the man. disaster artist. I was so hyped and so pumped up, and it was like, it was kind of like Ready Player One. I'm you can't hate possibly this movie. live up to my expectations, and it totally <laughs> did. Yeah, you're going to despise it. I'm going to fucking hate it. I think we should start a segment each week where you recommend a movie I should watch, 
And you hate it? <laughs> no, no, no. And you have to guess if I'm going to hate it or like it. And then I'll watch it. And I then, think and it then the, is. And then the following, week, yeah, the following week, if, we can discuss on why it's so fucking bad. If I love it, you hate it. And that's yeah. just kind of how... Well, I... we should start that. The love or hate segment, you know? <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll start now. My mission will be to watch The Room and The Disaster Artist by next week. That's easily, easily yeah. a thing you could do. Oh yeah, it's to- totally yeah. doable. I'll probably yeah. do it while at work. But... Also, don't give up on the 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 room. Yeah, oh, I don't know, through. man. Like, I'm you need through. to watch the room with friends for it to even matter that you watched it. I don't have any friends, so you've Thanks got me. Um, yeah, we can, I, we we can, can Skype we can live. and watch Actually, it together. You can, you can Facebook live with multiple people now. That's true. You can. I and and that's that's not a bad recommendation, Dana. Because like a lot of people that are, are friends of mine that have recommended the room to other people, is like they've always said you got to watch it with other people. It's not something that you'd be able to just sit and watch alone. And like, I when I first watched it, I I went to go watch it, and I my girlfriend was at work, so I was like, all right, well I'll try this piece of shit movie out because I know she won't want to watch it. And I got five minutes into it, and I was just like, nope. I'm going to turn that off and I'm going to wait and have her watch it with me. So I'm not like overly uncomfortable. <laughs> I got lucky. I had two friends that were super into it and I didn't know what it was. And they were like, holy fuck, you've never seen the room. <laughs> no, I'm coming over and we're watching the room. And that made it so much better. Uh, they they had backstory and you know what I mean? They, they knew about it and it was, it was really good. There's an art house theater in town by me that I want to go to and and see the room in their one of their screenings one time because buddy of mine went and he said it's the most fun he's ever had going to the movies. Yeah, they just yeah, I, it's like around me too, but... it's like the modern Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know. I love Rocky Horror. Well, I mean, it's nothing like fucking Rocky Horror. I just mean, like, as far as, like, seeing it. Cult following. Yeah, cult cult following and seeing it with groups of people and stuff. Yeah, the same spectrum as, like, when when people go to see Rocky Horror. Like, even at the theater that I worked at, which was, like, a higher-end, like, a high-end kind of chain theater, um, the the people that would come in to watch uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show would be throwing rice at the screen and all kinds of shit throughout the show. Yeah, that's something I wanted. They do a, um, a a viewing here, but they have actors up on stage doing it while the movie plays and stuff um, that I want to check out because oh, it, it's been something I really want to do. I feel like that would be annoyingly distracting. Oh, but it's like the big thing because it started out actually as a play. Oh. And it was turned into a movie. Um, but when it, like the movie first came out, like that was how a lot of places did it. They had people acting up on stage while the movie was playing and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it just—it's one of those things where like they throw rice and all that jazz too. So. Okay. It just seems like a. You've never really seen live Rocky Horror, Steve? No. Don't watch that piece I, of shit they did I, the remake. I worked at a movie theater while they had a showing of it. I had to clean up that mess. So, oh yeah, like, fuck that. I I was on the I was on the receiving end of that spectrum, and it sucked. Um, so I yeah, I guess I just never had any interest due to that. At DragonCon, the convention that I've gone to 
16, 17 times now, the Atlanta one. It's like the, it's one of the, it's like Comic-Con, uh, San Francisco, San Diego. Like, it's like that level humongous. But okay. uh, every year they do a, a like, full-fledged, for-real-ass Rocky Horror Picture Show with the, the real experience. And it's fucking just... It's amazing, man. Like, it seems I wouldn't awesome. want to work there afterwards by any fucking means or stretch right. of the imagination. But you need to go actually experience it. It's it's so much fun. You've seen that actual movie, though, right? Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A long time ago, and I was weirded out by it, to be honest with it's you. It's fucking insane. <laughs> But it's yeah. so good. Weirded out by it's it does so... not count. Yeah, I well, so as as like an eight year old kid watching the movie is kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I own I own Fight Club and Rocky Horror Picture Show on my Xbox. Are the only two movies that I own on there because we had like this giant party when I was in the army, and we got all super drunk, like you know, all just normal straight army dudes, and we were like. Who would you fuck, Brad Pitt from Fight Club or Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> so we all got like Damn, mega ultra really hard... fucking wasted and watched them back to back. Right? Yeah, that's it's a insane. really hard question to answer. It's the best question in the history of the world as a straight I, I... man, which one of the two is sexier? Well, Brad Pitt all day. Oh yeah. But, but you haven't you watched Rocky said, Horror Picture didn't Show. Say, didn't you say you had In a long time. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, if you had to fuck one of them. Having to fuck one of them is a lot different. If, if you, you know, Brad Pitt is obviously well, I mean, the better looking man. Well, I mean, it was kind of just toss-up. Yeah, yeah, right. He's the better looking man. But which one <laughs> would you if you had to? And I found it surprising because I personally picked, I picked Brad Pitt. But Frankenfurter <laughs> won. Totally, like Frankenfurter won like three three fourths. I mean, Everyone the, picked Frankenfurter. Out of the two, it's the closest you're getting to a woman. So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why that ended up happening. But but anyway, yeah, um, yeah watch Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show. It's uh, it's it's, it's wor if you could sit through the fucking room, then there's no reason you couldn't revisit Rocky Horror. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. I'd still just fuck Brad Pitt. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, Brad Pitt is a very attractive man. In, in in real in real life, if you were to fuck Frank Frankenverter nowadays, you'd be fucking a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, I think that's technically illegal. <laughs> yeah, no, you know it's it's period. It's a it's a period uh, question. Oh, okay. You'd you'd be raping a guy Hypo who, who can't move his body from the neck down. It's a hypothetical period question. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know. So you'd have to use time into... travel to go back to yeah. when when Tim yeah. Curry right, was yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, back to when Tim Curry was sexy. Yes. Um. So I want I, there was something I wanted to bring up because I was on another list the other day. Uh, have you guys mm -hmm. heard of the 27 Club? Yeah. Like I have. All the, all the fucking musicians that have died at 27. Yep. I just, I don't know. That's all. I... Oh. <laughs> no, it's just, it It was, it got me thinking because it's just really crazy. There's a, I'll bring up the list. There's a lot of people in there that, um, it's almost like a curse, but then there's also, 
Yeah, River Phoenix is one of them, right? Yeah, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and then, like, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, uh, and uh, Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Cobain. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh... <sighs> a bunch of lesser known people, too. James Dean was younger than 27 when he died, wasn't he? I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, pretty sure he was. Keyboarders from, well, you guys probably don't, but keyboarders from Grateful Dead, Pigpen. Um, mm. Let's see. Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, and then the, uh, the bassist from Hole. Damn. Uh, yeah, there's it's it's crazy. Do either one of you guys know who Emily Autumn is? Uh, nope. Yeah, no. Okay. I figured. Why who the fuck is Emily <laughs> Autumn? She was the guitarist for Hole. Oh, okay. I, I thought she was the bassist, it... but yeah. No, no, she's still alive and still uh, still okay. doing amazing music and being ultra hot. Ugh, I hate Hole. God damn. Yeah. I don't I don't hate him. Uh isn't yeah, whole Courtney also, Love's band? Yeah, yeah, terrible yeah. fucking band. Oh, uh, I yeah, saw she's... Courtney Love's boobs, very bruised boobs and vagina when I was like 15 years old at a whole concert. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Courtney Love's vagina might have been the first vagina I ever saw in real life. Oh my uh, god! Uh, poor, poor man. That is. I was yeah. like 14 or 15. Yeah. You were destined for a sad life. <laughs> yeah, I, I blame oh, everything that's fucked up in my life on Courtney Love's vagina. Oh, that's why. That's God. why you've alienated yourself in in the the, the area of Sonoya, Georgia. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh man, I oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, ew. Bruised boobs and vagina. Oh, of man, they were Love. so bruised Ugh. and gross. Yeah. So disgusting. Oh, oh, she's she's gross clothed. Yeah, I don't want to even imagine her naked. She's Ugh. fucking. And, and to make it even better, I was with my dad. Oh god. <laughs> I remember my dad took me to see Titanic, and when when the boobs were on the screen, he was like trying to cover up my eyes, and I kept smacking his hands out of the way. My dad was like, look, it's Courtney Love's pussy. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Yeah, at about 15, that's that's probably the response I would have gotten out of my dad, too. <laughs> By 17, my dad was ripping bowls with me in the basement, so. <laughs> oh, man. He's a good dad, though. I, I just want to, for anybody <laughs> listening, he's a, he's a good dad. <laughs> Like, I'm not a complete fuck-up. Oh, shit. I also read about this fucking uh, movie script curse. And apparently, like, all the comedians that uh, read it or were going to do it died. And a bunch of, like, some of the comedians were um, Jim Belushi, Chris Farley, John Candy, Bill Hartman. Um, I'm guessing maybe I read that because you posted it? I don't know. I think the movie's called Atula. Um, yeah. The Eskimo in New York yes. movie. Yeah. yeah. Did I share that one? I, I'm guessing so because I just read it in the last few days. I, I found and it. And you're like, bringing it up. Yeah. So. Um, it's it's pretty fucking wild. But everybody that's read this script or was gonna do it, um, ended up dying. And it sounds like a really fucking dumb movie. It's uh, an Eskimo is like fucking trapped in 
New York City or some shit. That's weird. Yeah. Do you guys you guys want to hear a crazy story about Chris Farley? Sure. Oh yeah. So I'm not entirely I'd have to go back and ask my dad for the exact details. I it's either my grandfather or my great grandfather babysat Chris Farley and his brother when they were like three years old. Oh, I hope it was the brother from the fucking MTV Together movie. You guys are, uh, I th that might be yeah. I th whichever brother of his was in was doing movies. Yeah, it's like Kevin or some shit. He he MTV did this movie years ago that uh, a fake boy band and they casted a Farley in it as like the older brother prototype for a boy band. And it was really most important like, thing on earth. Atlanta United won. Just throwing that out there. Didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, man. Just go ahead. Are you talking about your football game? Yeah, man. Oh, Jesus. Sports ball? Does anybody watch that shit for real and, like, really like it? Or is it just, like, Dude. the cool thing to do to be like, yeah, I'm a soccer fan? Well, it might be the cool hipster thing to do, but it is fucking gargantuan right now in Georgia. Oh, wait. You're watching soccer? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I know soccer is a really big sport, and it's weird because, like, whatever World Cup or whatever the fuck it was a couple of years ago, where everybody on the planet was obsessed with soccer, and I'm like, where are all these soccer fans from? You'd go to the, like, side of town where all the bars are at in Milwaukee, and, like, you'd be, every single bar, there's just people there watching these fucking soccer games, and it's like, I never knew so many people were fans of soccer. Prepare yourself. The World Cup is this year. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's, but also, USA didn't make it, so <laughs> that's also a thing. See, but I remember people were rooting for other teams, too. People were rooting for Germany uh, and Brazil or whatever. It's going to be just as big as it was last time, but USA made it last time, and we didn't make it at all this time. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's going to be during some sort of big major world event like that when the zombie apocalypse happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and it'll, I mean, soccer, the World Cup is the most viewed thing on the planet. That's not a country thing. That's on the planet. Really? Yeah. It's so that popular? You want to do, yeah, dude, soccer is like a hundred times more popular than any other sport. World. Yeah, the, world. Not, the only, yeah, okay. the only people... Yeah, the only people who give a fuck about the NFL is Americans. Yeah. Hey, they're trying to get Just into like Britain. They're, the, they play uh, London games. They played a Mexico game. FIFA, the soccer game. Awesome game. Like, outsells every other video game ever made, like, a thousand fold. Like, it's not even, like, nothing ever even remotely comes close to it. It doesn't sell like that in America. It sells like that in the rest of the world. Yeah, FIFA's always, like, one of the top games. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm but sitting here like, playing like four-year-old Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's topped by like millions and millions of dollars. Like it's not even like remotely close to the number two. Hmm. Soccer. I guess <laughs> it's because you know, I, I, my, the best thing I could look to for soccer was New England Revolution. And fucking never had a good soccer team. So. They're pretty good. Uh, it's not a thing around here. I oh, I know growing up, Milwaukee had the Milwaukee Wave, and I don't even know if that exists anymore. 
Like if you if you no it doesn't if you uh, <laughs> if you drive around Atlanta right now you're gonna see ten times more Atlanta United uh, flags and stuff up than you will Falcons or Braves or anything else. What the what like what are they what's the soccer championship even fucking called? Or is there one? You know like called FIFA. <laughs> You got, well, you got no, like the Stanley Cup, world, you got the, the Super Bowl trophy, the big you got the, one, but the, the MLS, trophy. Which is, MLS has the finals. They I mean, it's soccer, man. They don't, yeah, it's the, yeah, absolutely. What's it called? But the finals. <laughs> they don't fuck around with stupid shit, man. The finals, that they makes don't, it sound like, you know, that they don't not give a one fuck winner. if you watch. It's Oof. called the sh- uh, uh, it's the fucking finals, man. They Dude, don't the, care if you watch soccer. They, yeah, they don't care if you watch Tim because all the other zombies <laughs> in the world will be watching. What the fuck? Yeah. That sounds really dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, why I whatever. like real sports because I mean, there's something they're working towards. I, soccer is the realest sport oh, stop, worldwide. Stop it. Uh, Give me uh, rugby. Stop. I'll oh watch rugby. God. I'll watch rugby way more than I'd ever watch uh, soccer. Sorry. The only sports I ever watch are X Games or anything that's like car related, not NASCAR, but like actual road racing or rally racing. I'm a big football guy. That's a real sport. Yeah, I'm not big into that either. My like my mom's side of the family was huge into football. My dad's side of the family was huge into football. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go outside and ride my skateboard. I've been the most super anti-sports guy my entire fucking life, and then I found, well, then I married a German and got really into soccer. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Soccer. I'm German. Everything. Are you going Everything. there? Danny, are you going there? The best soccer team on earth is Munich, Germany, and she was from Munich, Germany. Hey, Dana. So I got like super into soccer and then I found out Atlanta was getting a team. And so I got super into it like way before anyone else. And then it just blew the fuck up and no one was expecting it. My girlfriend's German. Oh, is she actually if... from Germany or is she just oh, German? No, she's definitely not from Germany. No, that's, she was from like she she's from Germany. <laughs> Like she was oh. an actual German. She wasn't even an American citizen. She was here on a green card. Oh, <laughs> type of thing. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, how long is Atlanta? Oh, well, first off, what is Atlanta United? Is that what it is? Yep. All right. Yep. How long have they been a team? This is the second year. Oh damn. They came in third place overall in their first year ever. And we've lost one out of five games now this this season. Uh, what's the season length? How many games? 20-something, like high 20s, I think. Sound like a bunch of pussies. Plus, you know, before, before playoffs and the final. God, Tim, you're such a horrible person. You're just a horrible person. <laughs> I would time travel back and make it so soccer is the biggest thing in the world. It is. It is not. It is. Google, what's the biggest sport in the world? In my world. You live in America. In my world. (laughs) There's a whole other world outside, and all of those other countries only care about soccer. 
Except for Japan, they love baseball. And wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they love wrestling too. But they also just love anything Americans, they think Americans love. Yeah. All right. I'm going to call it a night. What? I got to go hide some Easter eggs, man. Don't we have to, like, finish in some fashion? Well, yeah. I was just making the announcement. Okay. Well, I think we're all there, but we got to be like, that will shoot the shit. Well, I know. With... I wasn't just immediately going to do my abrupt all right. So I just to just to clear the air on the soccer thing, I did Google what's the, the, the most popular sport in the world, and it led me to a pledgesports.org, the top 10 uh, ranked sports in the world, number one being soccer. It says with over 4 billion fans worldwide, soccer is the clear number one choice for our on our most popular sports list. Football is one of the most accessible sports in the world, and there's hardly anyone in the world who is not. Wait, why does it go starting to talk about football? Oh, soccer is called parts... football That's... everywhere on the planet nah, except no, for the because... America. I'm okay. I'm a little high. I know it's because I football know. is the superior sport. Soccer is also called football everywhere but I'm America. Football America. I'm three sheets <laughs> to the wind right now, man. Like I'm a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like you're making it up, Steve. So I'm, I'm definitely making it up. Yeah, sounds made up. Yeah. I made up everything this episode. It sounds like it. <laughs> Look, man. In all reality, I time travel on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm time traveling right now. <laughs> In fact, that old man you're gonna meet tomorrow at the bus stop, Tim. Is me from 20 years ago. I'm not spending my Easter at a fucking bus stop, man. <laughs> You're going to be weirded the fuck out when you find yourself at a bus stop tomorrow. I ain't no... F- <laughs> See, now now if that happens, then no. we know that, that, that Dana's from the future and he's a time traveler. Then we have a conspiracy on our hands. Yeah, but I mean, how are you going to know if I'm telling the truth? I could just lie. That's true. That is uh, true. Oh, I already know too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. I'm not leaving the house tomorrow. <laughs> All right. All right. It's been fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed this, guys. Um. So, that um. I'm gonna edit that crap out, but I'll just do it. We'll just do a quick outro type of thing. All right. So that wraps up our uh, what was supposed to be a time travel episode. I have some things that I still wanted to say, but what you, do you know, want to whatever. Say? What do you want to say? Have you seen the uh, cell phone pictures? Uh, like I know the Charlie Chaplin movie one. Yeah, the Charlie Chaplin one is the most famous, but there's also some others that are pretty compelling. Are they really compelling, or are they? You know... They're pretty fucking compelling, man. Like there's some fucking like twenties, thirties photos where there's some motherfuckers holding a cell phone. Like an iPhone? Oh. Or is it an Android? Yeah. Well, they... I mean, it's a cell phone that oh. they're using in the cell phone fashion. It could be a fucking cigarette case. So my uh, recommendation to look at is look at some time traveler's cell phone pictures since Tim was just going to leave that whole segment out, but I didn't oh, let him. Segment. Oh, get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> you've had you've had over two hours to bring these up, and you've done nothing I've been of the trying, sort. Man. No, you have. I've been <laughs> no, you he's have. been trying. He's been going into robot Dude, mode. The whole I time. have like I have like ten things left that I wanted to bring up that I haven't been able to bring up. But well, it's, it's your cool. own fault for going robot for so many times, man. Yeah. What else uh, you got? Man. You got you got cell phone pictures. I'm not convinced that those are real. Man. I'm gonna Google them right now. Google them. What else you got? Nothing. No, no. I want to know. Life doesn't matter anymore, Tim. <laughs> I'm just done. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to Google? Time travel. Cell phone pictures. I'm looking at I'm looking at one of these pictures on it's on Ranker.com, oh, so it's probably not Ranker. The... <laughs> yeah, so, right, the best the, website on earth. The number two photo on this list, the guy that they have the circle around his hand that oh, it looks like he's holding a cell phone. He's holding a camera like you would hold a cell phone, but you can tell when you zoom in on it that that's just like an old fucking. Like in back then they had these Kodak cameras that would fold up to like the size of, I don't know, like the size of like a modern day DVD case, but they were probably a little thicker than that. And they would fold open on the top and the lens would extend out like an accordion. And they were called Kodak pocket cams. And that's that's what that guy looks like he's holding because I actually own one of those cameras. (sighs) I'm just saying if... I were a, a time traveler from the future and had a picture of me taken in the past. That's what I would hope you saw, too. Dude, <laughs> the cell phone wouldn't even fucking work. It's not, I mean, there was no cell service or anything that would even fucking <laughs> Or allow. maybe the entire past is an illusion. There's this oh, other Jesus. picture. The next one, is a, it says this guy talking on a cell phone before they were invented, and you zoom in on this guy that's circled, and you can clearly tell he's just itching his ear. Oh, is that the guy <laughs> and the girl? No, it's just a, it's just a guy. Oh, it's I just a guy with a vest. I saw one of a guy. Well, you should time. watch the Charlie Chaplin movie one. That's the best. That is one. the most convincing one. Yeah. But. Which uh, they kind of pretty much proved what it actually is, but it's still convincing as fuck, even knowing what it's supposed to be. Yeah. There's a painting of somebody holding an iPhone. Which kind of brings it back to my first thing that I wanted to talk about that I never mentioned which was the collective consciousness and everything theory that you had actually touched on slightly at the very, very like first couple seconds, Steve. Yeah. Where uh, your collective consciousness and everyone's memories causes an effect on the past and the future, which ends up with that painting of somebody with an iPad from like 300 years ago. Yeah. Because the past and the future is kind of fluid in a way and just dependent on what everyone believes was the past. What the Anyway, fuck I could go say? real deep on that. What the fuck right. did you... I... I could go real fucking deep on that and spend like five hours talking about it. But we don't do that on Shoot the Shit. What the we f- need to go to bed. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just stumbled across the video that says it shows an alleged time traveler using his time portal, and it's so Oh, oh yeah, that fucking 
That is it's, stupid as fuck, isn't it's it? It's so stupid. The guy runs off, and then you just see a flash over him, and he ghosts away. And I'm like, okay, that's definitely not something that you could just do in an editing program. <laughs> so, so fuck. So to fuck Tim and his trying to end this thing. Have you guys seen the, the uh, old west pterodactyl picture? <laughs> what? It's like these old west cowboys and stuff, and they shot down this fucking giant bird creature. Just put in like old west pterodactyl. I'm sure. Good luck spelling pterodactyl. But... Begins with a P. <laughs> I'll just use the the talk to text. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you find what the fuck? Right. But see, the thing about that picture is it's been proven to not be a fake. Like, it's not a photo manipulation thing. What the fuck? (laughs) Right? Those motherfuckers shot down a pterodactyl, and they're posing with it. Yeah, but how can this... (laughs) Right? See, we should have done this two hours ago, but, you know... God damn, Steve, did you get that thing yet? I'm trying. <laughs> I can't spell pterodactyl. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's P-T-E-R-O. Just start that. Just do just do Old West P-T-R-O. It'll pop right up. It's the first picture. That shit's fucking nuts, dude. And then there's the Montauk get... Project. Dude, okay, is... what am I typing now? <laughs> P-T... Gonna, here, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to send it to you. Oh, there it is. All right, I got it. I fucked up on the spelling. Oh, that's fucking nuts. It's Whoa. not. It's not ph. No, it's pt, man. No, I, I accidentally put I accidentally put prt, and nice. then it was just and then it was giving me cowboy party ideas, and I'm like, this is not right. What the fuck? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Right, right. And then there's the whole Montauk project thing, and uh, uh, oh, fuck. What's the Manhattan Project? Yeah. I have a uh, inform us, Dana. Yeah, inform me. <laughs> yeah, like I have, I've had all these like unlocked the whole time, but you guys were talking about my robot vagina, so I didn't get to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up! I'm get, I got Easter eggs to hide. Yeah. All right. Well, no, we'll. I'm, we'll uh... I'm fucking with you. Tell me about the Manhattan Project because I have a graphic novel, well, uh, an image book that's the Manhattan Project, but I haven't started reading it yet. Well, so it's a the theory that the uh, United States government came up with a time travel program, the Manhattan Project, and they time traveled, and a ship disappeared from. I'm not looking at it right now, so fuck the facts. It disappeared from one bay and reappeared in another bay, and then shortly after that disappeared again and reappeared where it started out at, but uh, when it reappeared where it started out at, there were, like, dudes stuck in the metal, like, arms and legs hanging out, you know, like some, uh... The fuck was that movie? The Cloverfield Paradox? Yeah, Cloverfield Paradox. That fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. It was like oh, some Cloverfield paradox shit. I mean, that that's just a simple also... illusion. That's all. Yeah, it's like a David Copperfield, David Blaine type of shit. You know. Well, sure. I don't. Google I don't it. know, man. I don't know. I kind of like when it comes to government conspiracies and shit, like, like shit, like Hitler being alive. 
like and him like like basically living out the rest of his days in Argentina. There's that kind of conspiracy theory. There's like, what was it that's last like, year? That's they, like barely even a conspiracy theory. They pretty much proved that beyond a reasonable doubt. Oh, stop. Well, yeah, but but there's never been any any anything to come out concrete and say yes, this is what happened. He didn't actually die in the bunker during the war. But when you have yeah, stuff but like, they also have super like. That's most likely him in Argentina, like five years after he was supposed to have died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, I don't know. I haven't really looked too much into that one, but like, like they just came out with all that information about the JFK assassination last year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they released like, all the documents that they had on that, well, and it wasn't was even government. Yeah, it wasn't even all of them, but it, it, it was still enough for us to oh, basically yeah. know yeah. our government did it. Yep. So what's to say that these other conspiracy theories aren't true? Like mm-hmm. not the world like, I live in. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Alex Jones for life. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Don't. Fucking I mean, I, I, Grove. I, I will not give any credibility to any conspiracy theory that has it. Like, like the JFK thing. That was a conspiracy theory that has basically been one hundred percent proven documents have been presented like when other stuff starts getting like i won't claim the 9-11 thing uh not anymore because it just people look at you crazy (laughs) yeah i mean you know it's true i love (laughs) i love conspiracy (laughs) theories but i don't i don't really take stock in a lot of them Uh, but i love learning about them because you know i just i just i don't really care enough to know if 9-11 was an inside job was it well, Probably, yeah. but I ain't gonna yeah. do nothing. I mean, besides yeah. rile everybody up to know for sure that the government is uh, a giant piece of shit. The, you know, the government, the world. <laughs> yeah. That the government is the government. Surprise, yeah, the, surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the Illuminati. Whoever it's the elites. Is. Yeah, it's aliens. Mm. Fucking time traveling mm. Keanu Reeves. When the world ends, there it's the new world order. Fucking Hulk Hogan, brother. I wish they would hurry that shit up. What the end of the world? (laughs) Yeah, the 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 new world order, man. They need to they need to put a rush on that. We we've been waiting for like a hundred years and it ain't happened. You know, with it being Easter, (laughs) I just hope Christ comes back and takes us all to the the beautiful place that heaven will be. Are you religious? Oh man. <laughs> so according to the Jehovah Witnesses, you know he came back in World War Two, right? That's not true. Yeah, that is true. No, like according not. to their entire religion, they he came back in World War Two. So now he's like an eighty year old man who still hadn't done a goddamn thing. So I'm, they only I'm got Jesus. like a they only got a few years left before they gotta figure something new out. <laughs> I'm Jesus. <laughs> Well, you got that that you got that beard. Yeah. I'm sorry to any of our Jehovah Witnesses listeners, I'm but like pretty sure for we don't real, have any. y'all got to figure <laughs> something new out because uh, it, yeah, that whole theory is kind of you'd be dead by now. I'm, so. uh, I'm not sorry to any of our religious listeners because uh, your sheep. Why are you still listening? <laughs> your sheep. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Dana, you seem pretty confident that that you have Jehovah Witness listeners. Yeah, well, I went to church last Thursday, and oh, uh, stop. you know everybody's really into this podcast. So <laughs> I just wanted to apologize to them. 
Yeah, we were talking. They they must have loved the last episode where we were talking about doing coke off of Nancy Reagan's tits. Oh, they were fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Nancy Reagan. Yeah. All right, before we get too offensive. Too late. Yeah. Steve, it was great having you on again, man. Yeah, man, it was a pleasure. I'm glad glad you guys had me back. It was yeah. fun. Um, sorry, we didn't stick to all time travel, but it was. Uh, uh, I, I had a hand in that. Hey, it was hey. fun. No, it was good. So, Dana, I'm sorry to break your heart. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you always do, Tim. That's like that's what you live for is breaking my heart. Oh, what can I say? <laughs> it makes me happy. So. Oh, yeah, I know it does. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, so, no problem. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> sounds so different. Good time. If you guys ever want to talk about time travel. <laughs> I was hit by something last night.